Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. You're listening to The Dental Guys, episode 30. What? Wes? What's wrong with your nose, man? Oh, man, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. In this episode, recorded live at the Voices of Dentistry Conference, we interview Tarun Agarwal, affectionately known as T-Bone. T-Bone has broken the mold of traditional dentistry and explains why you should stop doing fillings and crowns. Prepare for a disruption in your thinking this week on The Dental Guys. Welcome to this week's episode of The Dental Guys. I'm John The Dental Guy. And I'm Wes The Dental Guy. And before we get into this episode, I mean, you've all been waiting through the intro music, wondering what we're going to talk about next. I mean, if you have access to video right now, you should probably roll this thing back, stop your car, roll this thing back, and just take a look at that. That's kind of a, you got like a Rudolph thing going on, man. Like the profile view is pretty epic. What what happened to you? Many of you know that have been listening to Dental Guys for a long time now is that, um, Wes, the dental guy, is a uh, beekeeper, and ultimate um, nerd. It's uh, <laughs> it's spring, and well, it's not quite spring yet, but it is definitely time to uh, get out, do a little survey of the hives. So this afternoon, um, headed out to the the beehives, and um, my wife and I were working the hives, and I, and I wear a veil, and you know the whole get up. You're but, supposed to be bee proof, right? Yeah, you're supposed to be bee proof, but that's you always. Is that a lie? I don't. It's totally a lie. You know, <laughs> here's the thing about beekeeping: is like if someone tells you that you're never going to be stung if you wear a suit, that's just hogwash. I mean, you you will. I've stung every year. I'm stung every year. It's just a matter. So wait, of that's where, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So you got stung through your suit. Through the suit, through the veil. So what happened was is I was working the hive and leaning over and the veil had just barely just touched my nose and one of my mm. little girls, man, she just landed right there and she turned her rear end right into my nose and lit it up. And so <laughs> <laughs> So now you're just like how long so all day you've been looking like this pretty much? Well, I, you know, it happened about 2:30 this afternoon. Okay. So, so you look yeah, I mean that's long. Now will it still look good in the morning for work? Or is it going to be gone? It'll it'll almost be gone. We'll see. Oh. You know, I've I've been stung before and generally for me it's like a 12-hour deal and it's gone. Now I'll probably take a Benadryl tonight just yeah. to make sure that I'm 
okay, but I mean, at this point, <laughs> the hazards, man, that's a workplace hazard. It is, it is. Beekeeping, What's yeah, beekeeping can be um, a little bit of a hazard, but um, it's worth it, man. We have a lot of time, a lot of fun with well, it. Well, I know, and I mean, I've tried some of the honey. I will say it is legit. It's I mean, it's stuff. well worth the wait. So yeah. now next week, man, it's a big week for us. Oh, man, I'm so excited. How about you, man? We're going to get on a plane and we're going to the Academy of Osseo Integration meeting this mm. this year. It's uh, close to Orlando, Florida. Yep. And I'm um, super excited about this this year's meeting, John. I mean, we've got some, again, epic speakers. Yeah. Um, I think that taking the dental guys on the road is something that we like to do. And, yep. and I'm hoping you're listening to this. It's Tuesday, the week of the AO. Um, we'll be getting on a plane tomorrow evening after we finish practicing. And we're going to take the dental guys on the road to the academy meeting this year and uh, John and I'll be doing some probably some Facebook live and posting up some videos um, yep. we don't we don't have uh, our team going with us this year or our wives are not going it's just going to be John and I geeking yep. out with geeking out man no distractions no John, and they, who, who who are we going to see this year I mean we signed up for our classes and oh, man. Um, there's, man there's so much good stuff um, we're going to interesting uh, a small group meeting that's called Mi- Zirconia Myths and Realities. And we're going yeah. to this thing. Why are we going Wes to that, I, John? Why are we well, <laughs> well, it's taught by the pros, the head of pros from where go. I went to dental school in Connecticut. It's and good. and uh, he is uh, a very opinionated guy, which I like. I mean, he'll, he'll tell you what he's thinking. And we're always going back and forth, you and me and Brad, the dental lab guy, about the, 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 the choices for full arch reconstruction on implants. And Zirconia is always thrown around. It's been talked about a lot. I'm very interested to see what he has to say about it as a as restorative material, especially for full arch. I think it's going to spark some good conversation. A lot of conversation we've already had uh, probably, but I think it will add to our understanding. It's always a good controversial topic that we kind of keep coming back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the, the main podium is just stacked. They've got a couple of, uh, they got one segment. It's all about, I think it says, it's called like 40 years of clinical realities or something like that, where they've got people, including some of the original Brandomark group, they're going to be talking about 40 years of implant treatment, successes and failures, what they've learned. You just can't get that at many meetings uh, outside the AO. I'm so excited about it. And, you know, do you know this uh, teacher well enough to be, to be, be able to, you know, go up to him and maybe snagging for a few questions. I mean, that I think so. Now I don't know if he'll interview because he's, he's, I don't know. I mean, I know him and, and he'll, I don't know if he'll recognize me right away. I'll probably have to like say, Hey, it's me. Remember that one guy? Cause I talked to him <laughs> like he knew, I knew him pretty well in school, but you know, he's just such, I don't know. He's one of those guys. He travels. He speaks a lot. So the last time I saw him at the AO a few years ago, pretty much what you're yeah, saying. the last time I saw him at the AO, I rec- he, he kind of recognized me after I brought my name up. There are but, these people though, that I feel like that are untouchable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they kind of are, they kind of are. So he could be this guy. He may not interview, but we'll, we're going to try to see if we can, we, you know, maybe get some people on there. At least at very least, we'll give you guys you know, if we see some interesting stuff down at exhibit hall, you know, I think there's some, they always re, re, uh, release new, new products around this time of the yeah. year at the AO. So this should be cool. Yeah. There's going to be some cool stuff there. We've already got a request from one of our listeners to check out some mm-hmm. stuff from Strawman and uh, we're going to be there. 
And when we're streaming live and you're working or whatever that is, we want to get feedback right now about what you guys want to see. Who, yes, what do you who, want to see? What do you want to see? Like, do you want to see, you know, you want to see us go up to some uh, reps and question them about certain things? Do you want us to try to get some questions answered for you? You can't go, so we're going. And uh, we're excited about it. Uh, we, uh, we're we going to dive in and geek out for three or four days, and um, we'll return to you. And the next episode that we'll release will be a recap. Um, of the AO. Of the AO. And, yeah. um Actually, I think we'll release this like a week after it's over. Yeah. Um, so and, that's our second annual recap. I mean, this is becoming kind of a right. uh, deal on our show where we do this every year, and we had some good uh, good feedback from it last episode, time. Episode 38, I believe it'll be, John, uh, the yeah. recap of the AO. So I'm excited about that for you guys that are listening. But, John, now on this, on this yeah, week, though, I mean, we've got some week, pretty awesome this, stuff for you guys. This, I'm still, oh. like there are conversations that you and I, are going to have for a long time. Yes. Even my wife, even my <laughs> yes. wife is talking about this particular podcast. Um, yeah. It was mind blowing. It was yes. game changer. It will be something that I will remember for the rest of my life. The, the, yeah. the first interview with uh, T-Bone, um, Dr. Agarwal, um, if, um, if you're getting ready to listen to this, it's going to be a long one, but it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I think um, it'll be worth your time. I mean, he really challenged us on a lot of things, things that we kind of knew he would say. Right. And then, and we, we, we hope to get him to talk about. And then things he said were completely unexpected. And that's kind of how he rolls for anybody that's uh, not listening to Yeah, but before. I like that about him. That's one thing that he did. And I told you this when we got finished there is that... I feel like that he responds how I want him to respond. You know, yeah. I, it's He's telling you the truth. It's what telling he really you thinks. the truth, and that's what we're about here on the Dental Guys is is talking truth and yep. and um, and spread, not being afraid not to being tell afraid you what to, we think and right. try to back it up. Let's let's um, let's dive into this episode, and uh, and I'm excited for um, for the Dental Guys to be able to have. Uh, Dr. Dr. Tarun Agarwal to join us, and we thank him so much for the time that he spent with us, and uh, hopefully we'll have him on again. Yeah, so without further ado, here it is, our interview with uh, T-Bone Tarun Agarwal. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, 
Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Well, this is Wes, the dental guy, and it's good to have um, Tarun Agarwal with us. And many of you know him as T-Bone, and uh, he has a a dental podcast and uh, many things, really. And I guess the first time John and I probably knew about T-Bone was from Dentaltown. Yeah. How long were you? How? I mean, like... So I joined Dentaltown in 1999, 2000. Okay. As a uh, subscriber. I mean, it was like, we're probably one of the first hundred people on. Right. And then we started, Samir and I started the meeting for them in um, 2002. Right. And we ran that till 2012. Right. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Super. Yeah, and you know, good times. and and that has given way to you know speaking at the meetings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You've had a lot of that over the years on different topics, and we've kind of followed that. And you know that that really maybe leads us right into what one of the things we want to talk to you. And you've probably been asked this question five thousand times. times because right. we sure. see the we see the uh, you know the topic of the townie meeting, and it's you know stop doing fillings and crowns, right? Yeah. So so what what happened to to your practice over the years that you kind of felt like it was time yeah. to start making that kind of change. Why are you an yeah. ambassador for this? Well, yeah. so, you know, the truth is I haven't got there completely yet, okay? But if you have to set wild, crazy goals. You have yeah. to be ambitious to even achieve 90% or 80% of it, okay? So my goal, I know I've said in the past that my goal for 2017 was not to do any fillings whatsoever. No, truthfully, that's almost impossible because if I'm doing a quadrant of crowns, let's say, and there's a filling that needs to be done, you're going to have to do it, right? So the real goal is actually to have only one day, one one patient per day that contains fillings for me. Okay. Okay, and my thing with fillings is not that they're bad or not fun to do. I mean, they're kind of mundane and boring, but um, is that they're low productivity. And so for me, I, I want to raise my bar to a point where I'm not doing anything that's low product productivity. And the other side of it is it's also something that is totally dentist dependent. In other words, you know, and I can't imagine there's any state that doesn't require the dentist to prep the tooth uh, and all of that. So even if you have an F done, they can do the filling. You still have to go in there and do the prep and all of that. And quite honestly, most dentists are control freaks by nature. So I can't imagine that they really want to turn over the filling of the restoration. Right. right. So, so yeah. will, will that ever work? I mean, what? Not seeing, not doing any fillings. Well, well, I mean, well, I'm saying no, no, like, like uh, turning it over to to EFTAs like, because like you know that's like a, even the prep. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, or even just fill. I mean, even, what do you think about? Do you think about EFTAs doing uh, composites? You know, sure. doing, yeah. You good with it? I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think uh, highly anybody can be trained to do it. I, I think. Look, I, and I'm not trying to say. Look, some people are going to take this the wrong way. But I think at the end of the day, if you're a dentist that only does restorative dentistry, you're a mechanic. Mm. And I don't think you need all the education that we've gone through. I don't think you need the grades that we've had to achieve to even get into dental school. So there's a difference what you're saying between a doctor and a technician, and you want to be the doctor. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, I think if you're doing fillings and crowns, you're, you're, you're a mechanic. Okay, You're finding yeah. holes, you're filling it. So is this mentality, though, driven by like the idea that... Um, you know, there's some people out here that say that we're diluting our profession. Diluting or di- diluting? Diluting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, that's you're already t- happened and started. So what are you going to do about it? Well, I, I know, but yeah. that's that's the thing is mm-hmm. that we, we 
you know, I don't. Well, and a lot of it's just commoditizing. You know, that's sure. one of the ideas but is that it is. it's a, it, and it already is there. Yeah, right? it's already so there. What are we supposed to so, do? Not, so, well, not but, embrace it. Well, but what you're doing is you're saying, well, okay, it is a commodity. You've embr- you've kind of embraced it. You said so. I'm going to move past that. Look, eighty percent of what we do is a commodity. Okay, there are there are those of us that can build a practice based on our personality, based on our brand, based on specific skill sets that we have. But generally speaking, a dentist is a dentist is a dentist, and whether we believe that or not as a profession is irrelevant in the consumer's mind that's what they believe yeah. you know and it's insurance McDonald's. has been part of that well i don't know if it's mcdonald's necessarily we held in higher esteem than that at least sure. okay but uh, but at the end of the day insurance has made it that you want to go to a network provider because we vetted the network providers and we know the vetting is a signature okay right, right. right. it is mm-hmm. So we, we've we've allowed ourselves to dumb down our profession to that degree, mm-hmm. and we've allowed ourselves to create a situation where we're not getting uh, reimbursement at the level that we need to um, for you know for the time and expertise that we have, and, and that's my challenge with people for fillings. At the end of the day, you know, if dentists were to be honest, if I were to be honest with you, John, and say, do you like doing fillings? I mean, it's it's not my favorite thing. Okay, so then why the hell do you do it? I guess you you do it because it's part of bringing pay, it's a part of the fa- the comprehensive dentistry. Okay, great. It's part so of you can still, I'm not see what people misunderstand about what I'm saying is I'm not saying get rid of it out of your practice. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you stop doing but it. But honestly, though, gotcha. he's exactly right. Is like when I sit down and I see, and you know this, is that what I'm passionate about is implant dentistry. Sure. I love to place dental implants, but I also love to do crowns. Right. Like I would rather do a crown than do a filling. Yeah. But I will tell you that crowns are limiting too. But let's get to the crowns next. Right. Okay? Yeah. 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 But, so, but because you have to everything. But I would rather. Walk, run, right. correct? Exactly right. Right. So, so your so your idea is is that you're saying you know not that they're bad, not that we shouldn't be doing, but that you well, yourself. I, I did say you shouldn't be doing them. Well, right, but but you would like you would like someone else to be doing yes, them in I'm your not, practice. So, so what people uh, listen, I, I want to make the distinction between a practice and a business. Okay, now business is a dirty word in so many people's minds. Okay, mm-hmm. but a practice is something that provides a living for me. Okay. In other words, I want to make 150, 200 grand, whatever the number may be. I want to live a good life. I want to be an unbelievable family man. I want to drop my kids to school. I want to pick my kids up from school. I want to work four days a week and boom. Yeah. That's the life I want to live. Have a practice. Yeah. Okay. But I think there's much greater things out there for all of us. And I say you should suggest you having a business. And what happens in a business is that you expand your range of services so that you can capture a greater market. You want to bring in auxiliary providers, meaning another dentist, whether it's a partner or an associate or whatever it may be. So you can have that person slowly do those things that are now that you can let go of. Yes. And so that your practice can still be a business. Right. And see, ultimately what happens is if people really follow through this, the concept of what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get at is they'll realize that they can have more time off. Because if I asked you, how much time do you take off? How much time per year? Yeah. Uh, Three to four weeks. Is that enough? You always want more. Okay. So why don't you take more? Good question. Okay, but no, in all seriousness, why don't, why don't you don't take we? more? Well, because you, I guess you have a certain amount of production that you have as a goal. Okay, so fillings are keeping you from doing that production. Good point, right. right? So you're saying, I'm going to change that game. I'm saying that you need to change that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. least, how about this? I want to appeal to those people who are have, that find my message appealing. Sure. You know, I'm, if you're happy doing fillings and making 150 grand a year, whatever the number is. You're not going to change that person. I, right, no, right. I don't want to change that right. person. You're looking for the people no, who right. feel that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that either. Right, okay? right, right. right. But if somebody can be that true to themselves, 
that they say, you know what? This is the life I want. I live a good life. You live better than 90% of the people in the world, 95% of the people in the world, 90% of the people in this country. Why would you, why would I want to change you? But if you see something greater for yourself, then, you know, and, and it really boils down to having a tough session with yourself of really figure out what, what motivates you. So I'll ask you, Wes, how much time do you take off? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T-Bone here, bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course, it's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. I would say, I'm looking back at my wife there, I would say probably four weeks at least, yeah. Is that, is that true? Four? Do you have how many? Not counting t- Fridays, though. I mean, we can't. Yeah. No, no, you can't yeah. count Fridays. Yeah, right. So, because that, yeah. Is, four, okay. four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the most consecutive weeks you take off? Two at Christmas time. Two at Christmas time. Why don't you take three weeks off in a row? What's your wife's name? Laurie. Laurie, would you like him to take three weeks off? What, what prevents you from taking three weeks off in a row? I see it in your eyes. Probably production. Fear. Yeah, fear. No, but don't yeah, say, exactly. it's yeah, not I'm production, afraid. it's fear. It's true. Okay? Yeah. So because at the end of the day, you, but it's more than just the fear. Now let's dive down. So this is what I'm trying to get people to do, okay? Okay. So let's dive down to what's keeping you. Would you Would you like to take three weeks off? Because your wife would. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, would, do you have kids? Yes. How many do you have? Two. Two? Yeah. What are the ages? 11 and 7. Okay, so your kids are like my, my kids are uh, 7, 9, and 11. Right. I only hesitate because they were 6, 8, and 10 for so long. It's so easy for me to say it, okay? (laughs) In the last month, they've all gone from 6, 8, 10 to 7, 9, 11. Right. Okay, so now I should just give it to the 9 and say 7, 11. We'll be with a perfect Indian family because we all own own India 7, 11s. Okay, so your kids are young, okay? Right. So the the truth is, look, you will, if you talk to anybody that is older than us, okay, or has kids older than us, okay, they will tell you they grew up like that, right? Yes. Get the time that you can with them. Right. So your wife would like to take three weeks off in a row. Your kids would like you to take three weeks off in a row. So why don't you? Mm-hmm. So what, what are the reasons that... Well, now we're going to answer the question now, okay? I'm going to put you guys on the spot. So what are the reasons you don't do it? What are your fears? Well, fear, fear of... I guess really it would hurt my practice because I'm a single single doc practitioner. Okay, great. Yeah. So why don't you bring somebody in? 
Well, you know, you and I've talked about that. It's like, how do you get to that point? Get rid of fillings and crowns and let them do them all. And focus your, free your time up to be able to focus on those things that bring you joy and those things that bring you the production that you've had. Because at the end of the day, the, the real fear is we're afraid of losing that production, correct? Right. And mm-hmm. fillings and crowns at the end of the day produce X amount well, of production. Well, that's the thing is like that That in, in our mind, I think, is our bread and butter is fillings and crowns. And it is. But Okay, it yeah, is. And, and, but I feel like, too, like, you know, whenever you walk in the operatorium and it only takes 10 minutes to place a dental implant... And that's two thousand dollars versus. No, it's not two thousand dollars. It's thirty five hundred. Well, that's true. Well, then okay. just talking about the surgical, but the but time no, you're restored, you're, it's. But you're a general dentist, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you have both ends of it. Yeah, forty five hundred bucks. Not to, how often do you? No. So this is the other thing that drives me nuts. How correct. often do you place an implant and not restore it? N- never. So the implant procedure, the tooth replacement procedure, right. is thirty five hundred dollars or whatever the number is. It's not two thousand dollars. Right. Right. Okay. Because in fact, I would say you're more profitable, hopefully, on the back end of that oh, most right. than on the front I end of like it. Five minutes in the, the overhead is much less. Right. Yeah. So, so even time wise and even all oh, of that, yeah, right? So to restore very, it. Very okay? profitable. Okay. Yeah. So 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 do me a favor, and when you say an implant is two grand, that's that's not true. As a true. general dentist, the implant procedure is thirty five hundred, whatever your fee is, right. to include restoring it. Right. Okay. Okay. So why don't you do more implants? Man, I'd love it. Well, why don't you? I guess I don't have enough time to do more implants. Because you're busy doing? Busy doing crowns and fillings. Okay. And and do they pay nearly as well? No. No, they don't. All right, so yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's logical when people. So people, what happens is they get this whole thing in your head that I've lost my mind, and I have. I'm certifiably crazy. A, psych- a board certified psychiatrist has told me I'm crazy. I sleep with her every night, okay? <laughs> well, most nights, okay? Not every night she, she can handle me, okay? Not I me, mean, my snoring is what I'm talking about, okay? But um, what. I just want people to see that dentistry can be so much more. It can be whatever you want it to be, okay? And what I hear from you is that you want to do something different, but your, your mindset is stuck in doing fillings and crowns. So you're, so, so I, what I'm hearing is it's kind of like the medical models, what you're embracing. is you're saying you bring in the nurse practitioner. That's kind of the it's same a dentist, idea. though. Right, right, right. But yeah. you're saying, though. I'm not saying you bring in no, a no, dentist. No, I know, but you're like saying you, you, you're delegating to people. The, the new, an associate dentist, for instance, mm-hmm. can do this, these procedures. Yeah. And you bring them in. You allow them to do the most they can do at and the And hopefully they can replace hopes, themselves, too. Right, exactly. In other words, they can graduate. Because hopefully what will happen is in my, in my perfect model, which I haven't achieved yet, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because some reason I can't keep associates in my practice. But that's, a, <laughs> that's a different problem, okay? But I shouldn't say I can't keep them. I, I keep finding uh, anyway. I, I don't want to say anything like that. Okay, so um, it's it's a two way street. Okay, so in the model is is you like doing what single unit implants get your boat? Yeah, I like that. Okay, I like good. hybrids too. Okay, I mean, great. Yeah. So would you rather do hybrids or single unit implants? Man, that's a tough call. I love single units. And but there's going to come a time where you don't like single units anymore. But I like the challenge of a hybrid. Okay, yeah. great. Right, you see. So what's yeah. going to happen is what I want you to do is set a goal that five years from now you only do hybrids. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good. Okay? That's your big good. goal. Well, whatever your goal is, right? I mean, your goal is going to change, right? Right. Because right. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what it really boils down to is, and I don't want to put either of you on the spot, but I'm going to because no, that's just what I do. So what should not every month that you personally have to produce? Um, 50 grand, 60 no, grand? No, no, I, I strive for about 70 to 80. 70 personally? Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. 70 to 80. Yeah. So basically you need to do two hybrid cases a month. Three hybrid cases a month. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the good, good okay, time. Okay, so yeah. then why the hell are you doing fillings and crowns? <sighs> yeah, 
I okay, mean, because, yeah, that's a great question, but I feel like so we got to work backwards. Right. So okay? how do you get there? Is the thing step like, by step. Right. So marketing and driving. Sure, sure, but that's a, but you're but, saying the first thing is just delegate the fillings and crowns. Yes. And then start yes. freeing the time up, doing good treatment planning. Yes. And driving marketing, and, yes. that, and that's what you're because trying to do. That's what got you to the point where you could even do those things. Is your brain right. correct? Right. right. So right. when you're right. doing fillings and crowns, I hate to tell you, you're not using your brain. Mm. Okay, it is mundane, like repeatable, stupid, stupid dentistry. It's right. It's monotonous. It's monotonous. Okay, so so my question is: is use your skills in a way to grow your practice to become a business? Mm. Okay, sure. sure. So now, now part of this also comes back to my other message, which I've I failed on in the first five years, six years of my career, is that the challenge is when you make that transition, you're going to take a dip. Mm. Okay, and you that, be, I think that's the fear. But you that need to be prepared for that dip, yeah, right? But you're fear. not prepared for that dip. No, I'm not. Okay, so here, here's my here's my 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 other passion is I want everybody to have a personal and professional savings plan. Mm. Okay? I agree. Yeah. So so ultimately, the way I look at that, and we're going to go all over the place. Your financial. Uh, there was a guy that you have had on on your your podcast mm-hmm. several times, and I'll never forget you saying about like how you've handled your purchasing and mistakes you've made. Yeah. That's me, man. Yeah. Like, I'm you. I made them all, right? Yeah. But so ultimately what I did, the best thing I did is, is and, and so I started, I graduated when I was 23, started my practice at 24. I didn't save a penny until I was 32. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. so the first six to eight years, I did stupid shit, okay? Yeah, Excuse, do we you guys, all do. Do you guys curse on your thing? You'll well, that we'll leave that it's whatever. not a big okay. yeah, it's not All right, whatever. Deal, right? It's my, my normal language, okay? <laughs> I want to be respectful. Yeah, okay? no, um, we're good. Uh, so, you know, I didn't save at all, and I had the ability to save. I made dumb decisions, okay? So what I try to tell everybody coming out of school is is you need to make your savings plan a bill, okay? So it needs to be a mortgage. Like, in your life, yeah. you have bills, correct? Right, you have right, a mortgage. Right. Maybe you have student loan payments, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Those get taken off the top end before right. you yeah. even see any money, correct? Right. You don't right. even account yeah. that. You don't, don't, you don't, you don't even have see that. it. You don't have right? that. Yeah. So I have a savings plan, and I'll share numbers, okay, because I'm an open book. So when I started, my number was $1,000 a month, okay, because I, I had never done anything like that before. Right. And I, I started saving $1,000 a month, and I didn't, never, I didn't even know it was gone. Right. Okay. Then it went to two thousand dollars a month. Right. Then it went to three thousand dollars a month. Four thousand dollars a month. Okay. And it wasn't like it went there in five months. It went to a period. I did. You know. So I started a little bit late. So I was making good money at the time. Okay. So I went from a thousand to two thousand and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I went from two thousand to five thousand by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I never noticed it. My lifestyle never changed. Yeah. Right. Uh, one bit whatsoever. But I started noticing that occasionally I checked my 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 nest egg. Let's call. I call it the fu fund. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because ultimately that's what it is. It's my ability to say I don't have to do this anymore. Sure. I want to. I want to practice till forever. Right. Okay. If I won the lottery tomorrow, I would open a free clinic and do nonprofit I dentistry. Agree. Okay. Yeah, I, agree. I love yeah. what I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I want that fu. Ability to be able to say, you know, I don't have to do this. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or I want that ability to say, you know what? Like right now, I toy with the idea of opening a nonprofit clinic. Okay. okay. Yeah. And and I want to be able to do that. And the reason I say I can do that is, you know what? Because you know what? If something happened and that I sold my practice and I failed, I say, you know what? I've saved enough. I'll right. get enough of the sale of my practice that I'm. My, it doesn't my, matter. Th- doesn't that matter. I'm okay You can there. do that. Right. I can. I'm, I won't live like I'm living now. Right. Okay. Right. But I can. I but can you can ma- make it work. You can do that. I won't be a pauper. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I won't be a burden to my family. Yep. How about that? Okay. So, so ultimately, I've, I've created that number every month, and it just comes out of my. It just comes out. Right. It just automatically withdrawn from my bank. I never see it. I never notice it. Mm-hmm. And so, when you have that dip, like you talked about, I've you've, got, you've I've got, got, got a rainy that. day fund. Yeah, you've got that. You've got a rainy day fund, and I do that for my practice too. Okay. So the other thing I do for my practice is I keep uh, two months of production. 
right. okay, two months of collections in a rainy day fund for my practice. Right. It's a lot. Okay. It's, it's a lot. more than but, most people, I think. But no, most people don't have <laughs> half well, a month. Well, I know, but if you talk to you've talked to a, a CPA, a good CPA, yeah, sure. they right. would say well, a month is about like what, what the, a lot so of what them recommend. So what you get injured for a month? Right, man. You right. don't have your disability's not kicked in probably yet. So most, yeah. most of us have disability plans that kick in after sixty to ninety days. Exactly. Right. So, so what you happens? got one month, and then you're yeah you're, you're having toast. to front that man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're toast, right? right. You're dipping so, into so, the rainy day so, fund. So so ultimately, now at the end of the day, if you do both ends, if you do practice and personal side, you know, if worst case scenario, if you only have a let's say you only have a month of practice, mm-hmm. you can go to the personal right. to fund this, right? Sure. Okay, so it's it's two ways, right? But I like to keep two months of collections in a rainy day fund, so I can do what. I call stupid ideas. Mm. So I can take risks with my practice. Okay, so that when I wasn't ready for the associate, because I think people bring in associates at too late of a point. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think to a certain degree, the mistakes I made is I brought them in one day at a time, two days at a time, three days at a time, and I should have just gone full bore with it from the beginning. Mm. Okay, because then what 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 team senses or what you senses, you're not fully committed, right? Yeah. So when you right. when you when you just when you jump off the cliff, you find a way to swim, right? True. Mm-hmm. Or, or or die. What? Right, one, <laughs> one or the other. other yeah. Side. yeah. <laughs> Depends <laughs> if there's pool at the end. Right? If there's water at the yeah. bottom of the cliff. But um, so you 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 need to save two months of of your practice collections and and see the problem with people do it is as their practice grows, they forget to put that money aside. Okay, so for example, in the motel business, we keep ten percent of our of our annual collections in our update fund. Mm. Okay, because the franchises require us to update TVs, mattresses, yeah. all the, sure. all this stuff, right? And you don't want to get. And when you're talking about you know a two hundred room hotel, you don't want to suddenly have to buy two hundred TVs, two hundred mattresses, two hundred you right. know furniture sets. You don't want that that uh, half million dollar bill. Like that, right? Right, right? So, so you have to you have to budget it out as an expense. Yeah. Right. So the same thing needs to happen in your in your personal and professional life. Gotcha. Okay. And so that way, when you get to the point where you say it's time to mm-hmm. delegate, yeah. and you know for a little while you're just going to be working on building that in your schedule, yeah. you're going to be low production yeah. wise, but. You're lower, pl- lower, right? Okay, lower, not low, right? But lower, because right. you, you still got an associate that's, well, the that's turning is still it out, producing, but you're not right. as a yeah, person. So you're going right. to take a small cut, right? And you're going to be happier. And, yeah. I, and by the way, I believe that all owners should pay themselves as associates. Mm. I think you should pay yourself thirty percent of what you collect mm. as an associate, and then you should take a dividend check as an owner. For, or for in your case, one hundred percent of what's left over. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So because what happens then is is you can divide yourself into hey, I'm making this as a dentist, I'm making this as an entrepreneur, mm. and if you were to go away for a month and li- let's say you were able to stick somebody else, your evil twin in mm-hmm. for a month, you would know that hey, listen, I'm going to lose or make X down as a business owner, but I'm still going to be able to pay this yeah. person thirty percent. So it shows you the value of being a business owner yes. versus just being if there, a, if a, a concept. If yeah. there's like even that. if there's even if a there's about you, right, because some people are, are literally they're better off as an associate. Absolutely, and I business. think that's ultimately some people have to make that tough decision. Sometimes is yeah. they have to take a again. So ultimately, people say about goal setting. I'm not the best at goal setting, but I'm I'm just less worse than most people. Okay, mm-hmm. is I think you got to work backwards. You got to dive deep into what what the real cause is for all of these things. Mm-hmm. Well, I think too, like, you know, I look at some people and they were never meant to own a business. Right. And that's fine. From but a personality there's, standpoint. There's a difference in a business and a practice. Right. That's true. You're right. Okay. True. You're right. Yes. But, right. But, the, from, but the business, I think, is the concern is that, you know, their personality, well, there are certain personalities that are just not cut out for that and that that's okay. And you're looking for those people, it sounds like. Well, is that right? I, I, dude, DSO dentistry is built on those right. people. Right, 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 right. I mean, they're going to, they will be 30 to 40, 50% of the dental marketplace in the next 10 years. Right. It's okay. be, they're building 
people directly for what you, it sounds like you like, though. I mean, you want those guys. You want the guys to come in and say, I'm cool with that. I want to make every, I want to make 150 we can't, we can't have all chiefs. I got you. I got you. A tribe can't be all chiefs. (laughs) A a, a kitchen can't be all chefs, right? Right. You got to have cooks too, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. So, So, but you need this. But you need that kind of person who comes into your. If you're, if you have that business model, and you say, "I want somebody who's doing fillings and crowns," and that can be cool with that, and that can learn, maybe learn some stuff. Yes. But on the other hand, they're okay with the fact that it's a learning process, and they're that's what they're here to do. As long as, yeah, we can get into the whole associate mentality in a second. But but beyond that, what what I think. I think we can change the course of dentistry if we can get 5,000 people a year to adopt the philosophy of hiring an associate. Hmm. Wow. Mm. And here's why I say that. So, okay? t- t- so we, graduate, awesome. we graduate 5,000 people a year. Mm-hmm. North of 60% of them go join DSO practices. Not that there's anything wrong with that, okay? Right. That that's a business model that works. I whole I'm I'm a capitalist at heart, okay? So I believe if it's market if, driven. Listen, yeah. if our mark if our owner dentists are too stupid to figure out what drives what what the void was there, okay, and somebody else is smart enough and money enough, have enough money to fill that void, yeah. shame on us. It's true. It's okay? nobody's fault but it's ours. Okay? Fault. Yeah. 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 It's ours. It's yeah. our own fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, unfortunately agree. organized dentistry like the ADA and the, all these groups do nothing yeah. because they're run by old farts that right. have no earthly idea. Well, and they got that, people that, on the that, boards of some of these companies yeah, that are influencing. Yeah, but that's okay. But that, that's, you know? that's politics, okay? Yeah, but, yeah. but at the end of the day, our leadership is old people that left practice in the 80s and 90s. Yep. And my other saying is we practice in 2017 today, but our business philosophies and practice principles are guided by 1980s dentistry. That's exactly okay? right. And, that's exactly and, right. Because, so, so you do things the way your dental school students, teacher taught you who last practiced in 1980 probably, okay? And, and so at the end of the day, it's a different world. It's a different market. You know, the other thing I try to tell <clears throat> dentists to help them understand is you guys are young, so you may not understand this, but but if do any of your parents practice dentistry, mm-hmm, my no. dad did. Okay. Yeah. So did your dad ever spend any fifteen thousand dollars on any piece of equipment in his practice? Never. 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 What can you buy today for less than fifteen thousand dollars? Nothing. Okay, so you tell me how your dad's business principles even remotely apply yeah, it's, to today. It was an amazing, they very don't. tough transition, they man, don't, because it right? wasn't even close. And yeah, so, it wasn't so, even close. So our dentists and our mindsets and, and even education is guided by these gurus who have never owned or operated a practice in the last 10, 15, 20 years. Even in dentistry, it's changed in 10 years. I mean, 10 years ago, like a digital pan was cool. Right, right. right. I mean, today, like a digital yeah. pan is like substandard dentistry. Exactly, exactly. Okay, I mean, you could go from a $30,000 pan, now you got to spend north of a hundred grand right. to even be in the ball game. Right. And so, so, so I think, unfortunately, we're being misled and we're being misadvised by, we're allowing it to happen. But you're saying, again, that if, if docs could learn the value of an associate and set these types, whether it's exactly like your setup or it's just the idea of a mentorship situation, then now you have, you're advancing that we are doctors, we're professionals. That's what's going to bring, you You would say, is going to bring dentistry to where it should be rather than bringing I'm, it to a lower common denominator. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't care about that part of it. Okay. Okay. I don't care about the, deno- see, look, I don't worry myself with what, our profession feels our denominator is. Our profession is going to do what it does. I'm only worried about myself. 
Okay, and and those I can help and touch. Yeah, yeah, but then that's all okay. I can worry about, right? So, so, but l- I want to go back to your point. But okay? you said though that you feel like this could help dentistry. It can, yeah, if dentistry wants it, right? right. But if it doesn't, the main thing you're going, hey, I'm going to do it. I, right. yeah. I'm only I know what I got to do. I, gotta, yeah. I, I only care about myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you, that's, can't inf- you can't change this? everything. Is what I, you're I do care about others, okay? But at the end of the day, I can only control what I do, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't control what you guys are going to do when you get back, okay? But my hope is, is that I can create a disruption, not change, mm-hmm. okay, disruption in your thinking to open your mind to broader horizons. Sure. Okay. So, but but see, one of the things I'm hearing from you is that uh, I, I have a specific. I don't want to say methodology to it because it's not. Uh, but ultimately, what happens is, is we you've gone to see events, right? Of course. So have you gone to like? So I I, I break down see events into like there's there's like uh, like what this is this weekend. Yeah. It's fun. You don't really. I'm not saying you don't learn anything, but you don't learn learn no, anything. No, no, okay? no. Right. Because right. everybody you know, like I'm giving 50 minutes to talk. I mean, there's only so much I can talk about sure. in 50 minutes, right? Sure. So I can't really get you to. To get buy-in, but I can get you exposure. Right. Okay. I can get you exposed to an idea. And then the next step is workshops and things like that. Right. Okay? Right. Right. So, so, you know, so see events are like that. So when when you go to workshops, what's your biggest complaint when you get back? Biggest complaint after getting back? Yeah, it's, it's usually I, implementation. Yeah, you, you have say, to you have to implement it. Implement because, like, how do you get your practice? team on okay, board? What, yeah. But yeah. Sure, but what, okay. So now really dive into why that's happening. What happens when you get to the office Monday morning? You got to do feelings and crowns. But beyond that, you just got to go to work. Yeah, right? you got to make right. money. So, so my you question to you is, if you're going to go to a workshop mm-hmm. that you believe you felt was important enough for you to fork out thousands of dollars, yep. right, right. time away from your family, get on an airplane, right. yeah. do all those things that we, you know, people like me ask you guys to do right. at the end of the day, then let me ask you this. Why are you not scheduling Monday morning off? As a team meeting, and that's been something that that's, we've done. We've, we've, about doing we've that been doing the spear that. continuum yeah, as an sure. example, right? And yeah, that's what the first time we went well, out. Why there, aren't you taking the team with you? Well, that's what we got to do, and they have a team program now. And still, and we're, you got to have huddles at night, right? Right? right. Yeah, you got to okay. you got to make sure that hey, it's actually how, how are we going to do this? Yeah, right. What's our action plan? You got to yeah. have buy-in from your sure. team. We're doing that now. We're setting a day out after we come back, and we're going. Okay, here's what we learned. Let's. But a day's not even really enough. I mean, you know, but you got to do it in chunks and stuff, right? But you got to still be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. So uh, th- those are part of the part of the, that. And then, see, the other thing is is along with that is is now, how, how do you implement when your when your team is so focused on, you know, your schedule so full of fillings and crowns and stuff mm-hmm. like this that are non productive. Like like it hit me in the head. I've had it hit me in the head twice. Okay. Once when I first brought my associate on straight out of school, like literally straight out of school. Look, my very first associate I got three, four, five years ago. Okay, straight out of school. I looked at his production. He got paid the same for the crown that I got paid for, the crown. And I'm 16 years in, and I do it in half the time. I mean, one-third the time. And I'm saying to him, I'm saying to myself, why in the hell does this guy get paid $700 for the crown that I get paid $700 for the crown? Why is that? So what would you do about that? I said, I don't want to do them anymore. That's when I said. So that's when you said. That's when I said insurance has commoditized us to a point that, in my opinion, there's no return. Okay, so it's a part of our practice. So I said, you know what? I got to do something that produces more. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I said after 15 years, I get paid the same as if I was a day one out. Okay. So what are the things? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? I got it. I mean, you're, well, you're what, like six years out of school, seven years out of school? Uh, Twelve. Twelve years out of yeah. school? Shit. Okay, you look young. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, nice. so you're 12 years out of school. You get paid today the same as somebody that would join your practice one day out. 
Because you take insurance, I assume, correct? Yeah. Okay. So MetLife, Delta Dental, whoever yeah. it is, yeah. whatever bastard company you want to name, yeah. okay, yeah. they would pay you the same as they would pay the day guy That's who exactly came out right. of school. Okay? Yeah, they get right. the same reimbursement. As so you tell me, how have you failed yourself that you're doing something 15, 12 years later that's the same as somebody that gets paid one day out of school. Well, what other, I mean, you think about, again, coming back to the medical model, it doesn't, it's no different with them. They don't get paid uh, more so, so to do a bypass surgery. Just because everybody else is idiots, they get paid less today. Well, I know. Just but less. So, so the Titanic's going down and you can get on the lifeboat, you're going to go down with no, the No, no, I'm just saying that, like, you're, you're saying, well, how, how, do you, how do you measure that? You can't measure that. You, you can't say, well, you, because you did 15 years in, there's guys 15 years out that suck. Sure. And there's a guy one year out that's awesome. So you can't necessarily say that always you should be paid more just because you've been out a long time. You're just saying that your own, your value for your service is more because you believe in your service. And sure. that's and that's a good yeah. thing. I'm not saying but it's a bad whatever thing. Whatever it is. I mean, I would assume that your life cost you more today than it did 12 years ago. No, almost definitely. Sure, of course. Okay, so how have you made more money? Raise my fees. But your insurance raising fees is artificial. Okay. Well, it's, it's, we're, we're, we're more fee- we're not we're not straight insurance. Do you guys work together? No no, okay. no, 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 no. So, like no. for my practice, I'm only an in-network provider for Delta Dental. Yeah. Okay, and the rest of it so is out of network. What percentage is Delta Dental of your practice? Uh, maybe fifteen percent. I think. Fifteen twenty percent. Okay. Twenty-five percent reimbursement from insurance. Over, like my entire okay. collection yeah. is twenty-five percent okay. of insurance. So you guys are unusual because I'm eighty percent reimbursed by insurance companies. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm thirty percent like cash. Well, actually, yeah. So, so, but nonetheless, if you're an insurance provider, your fee, the fee raising doesn't matter. Is, it's artificial. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, that's it's true. artificial it's just for you. It's just, yeah, it's <laughs> you feel it's a little better. UCR, okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day, your fees. Now, but the other way, the other answer I'm trying to get. Get out of use, you see more patients. Right. Okay. And you do more productive procedures, of right. course. But That's you're it. not doing more productive procedures. You're doing fillings and crowns. Well, but you, he's been doing, you know, and I have been doing, you know, more implant dentistry, okay, more cosmetic dentistry. Sure, cosmetic dentistry That's, is fillings and crowns. It requires you. Well, that's true. That's true. Okay. But if you're talking about doing, you know, reconstructive dentistry, I'm well, not talking about that at all. Well, it is, but you do more of that compared to when you that's started more, off. That's just multiple fillings and crowns in a row. But is it more productive or no, more? I tell more, you what, if you use it, I'm if you do ten things. crowns in a three-hour visit versus doing two crowns, though, you know, if you can, if you can do more, well, if you can do I'll, a big case, you're doing more big cases. Your overheads you lower. Have you ever sat down and put in time how much time you spend on a big case? How much time you spend over, like to, all together? Yeah. Yeah, I, you do have to. That's what no, we were challenged to. Yeah, yeah, we okay, were challenged so, so to do that. Let's, go, let's walk through this, okay? Yeah, yeah. So I, I can do a root canal crown in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I see. I don't even have to. My patient doesn't even ask me questions. Okay, I turn the TV on. I put right. the rubber dam on. Yeah. I work for an Roll hour for and a half, it. and they leave. Yep. Okay, I make two grand. Yep. General production, okay? Now, your 10-unit case is going to bring you how much? $15,000? Say $15,000. Okay, let's yeah. say $15,000. So that is one-seventh of my root canal crown, okay? So I have to do seven root canal crowns. So I have to see seven patients, okay? So your 10-unit case, you have to, you're going to do a consultation, mm-hmm. correct? You're going to probably do a second second consultation with the patient because I'm assuming the patient's not going to come it's in and buy design. right away. You're going to yeah. do a yeah, okay? yeah. So then you're going to sit down and do your treatment planning, mm-hmm. okay? Then you're going to do the lab communication for your wax up, right? okay? Then you're going to sit down and prep the teeth. Right. You're going to make your temporaries. You're going to communicate with your lab again on how, what you want your you want your restorations to look like. Okay. Then you're going to invent and check the lab case when it comes back. Okay. And then you're going to seat and deliver everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, look how many visits and time and mental anguish you have in that procedure. Okay. And I'm not saying it's not a profitable procedure. I'm right. not saying it's not something to strive for. Okay. But what I'm saying is even that mm-hmm. is not the best use of your time. Per hour, you're still it's, not it, making yes, what you're making. It's less stressful than doing seven patients. Right. Okay, in right. a sense. Right. Okay, for many people it is. Okay, but what I'm saying is that's still not the best use of your time. 
Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. That, you, I'm with you. you. No, I'm with there? you. I'm with you. Okay. You still make more there's per so, hour. There's so much planning and yeah. non-production effort that we put no time on because you take time away from your family to do that. You do it early in the morning. You do it at lunch. You do it after work. And that's why you got guys that are saying we should do lab fee plus hourly, sure. you know, yeah, rather than that, because that's yeah. the only other way to handle okay. that. Sure. If, if, if you want to. Okay, so so what are you going to do? Raise your hourly every year? Good point. Good, good point. point. Yeah, is a good point. At what, well, at what point? How are you going to see? My question is: Is where is your ceiling? Mm-hmm. There is a ceiling. Yeah, there's a definite. There's ceiling. a ceiling. There's correct? a definite. Okay, ceiling. so now let's go. Now, now ask me the question. So what is my suggestion for people? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So where do you go? And okay. I know it's different for everybody, probably yeah, depending sure. on what you love. But what is? But what learn is, to love something. It's like yeah. getting. It's like getting married in the Indian times. You will learn to love your wife. We picked a good one for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, but man. okay. So um. So implants are a good one. Yeah. Okay. So implants for me, I have about an hour and 15 minutes for an implant start to finish restored single unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chair time and everything in. Okay. So that becomes profitable to me at about $2,000 an hour. Okay. Per implant. Okay. That's about right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for healed root surgery, even grafted surgery, it's still. It doesn't matter. Grafting adds yeah, five minutes. Yeah, right. Come it's on. not a big yeah. deal. Okay. So as a Sarek owner. Okay, so my costs are ne- like I can plan, place, and restore an implant in material costs of less than six hundred dollars. Guided, I agree. you know, yeah. using seems, a name brand implant. Seems yeah, seems good. Okay, yeah. so and then I'm it's a thirty five hundred dollar fee procedure. Okay, and I've got an hour and fifteen minutes of chair time in it. Okay, so now I'm at two thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. Okay, so my goal should be I need to do more of those. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. so I can do more of those by not having been focused on doing two hygiene checks every hour and doing a filling every hour and doing a crown every hour. So I can mentally think about what is it going to take. I can go out to the community because there are dentists all around you. Never, Look at Justin then, Moody, for yeah. example. Mm-hmm. He literally is a general dentist, built his entire business on referral based dentists. Right. So there are dentists around you that would just love to have somebody do their work for them. So right. basically, okay. in that lull time where you're switching from fillings and crowns mm-hmm. to doing the things you you love, have to build your business. You're building your business. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like you, networking. Just, well, just like you did when you started your practice. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, it's not hard. And the next step beyond that would be like, let's take a look at sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So sleep apnea is another thing that's already in your practice. Okay. Right. Now, now here's the here's the challenge for me. Here's my mindset changed a year and a half to two years ago on sleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because implant dentistry still requires what? Who can do it? The doctor. The doctor. Yeah. You have yeah. to be there and you sure. have to do it. Right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's still all your time. That's exactly right. Okay. So there's a rate limiting step there. Mm-hmm. It's labor. It's la- it's labor. At the yeah. end of the day, you're a mule. Right. Okay. Right. And call it what you want. Yeah. Okay. Smart business people make money off other people's efforts. That's right. Residual okay. income. Right. To a certain degree. Right. right. Yeah. So now sleep is one of those things that who can I delegate that to? Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Assistants can do a lot of that. Al- almost all of it. Yeah. Almost really all of it. it's just measurements and impressions. Right. To a certain, you just once you get review. the system down. You have to review right. yeah, you have to, I call it social visits. You walk yeah. in and you true. say, how are you doing? True. Yeah. You're right. looking at numbers. And then, and You're looking my, at numbers. And like then looking what at happens, numbers, things are going great. Then what happens is my assistant comes to me and says, hey, we're seeing so-and-so. They're reporting this. What do you want me to do? Okay. Yep. Does, that, does that make sense? Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, so in our practice, we've dedicated a sleep champion. Her name is Liz in our practice, and she's I like that. I like that. Just stop right champion. there. Champion. Yeah, I like that. champion. That's cool. She owns it. Yeah. So it's her baby. <clears throat> it's but she has a team. I'm gonna go okay. back and do because I'd like doing Botox. Yeah, you know, she has a Botox champion. Yeah. It's like I have a Botox champion. Yeah, yeah somebody cool. in your practice that owns, owns it. An that owns it. Yeah. yeah, or you call and ambassador. Keeps track of everything. They own it. And yeah. Okay, like yeah, yeah. Liz used to be my implant champion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and so so I want to get into talking about how this is beneficial for your team members as well. Okay, because just like you want to grow, they want to grow too. Okay, you know, like like I look at Liz. She started with me straight out of assisting school. She was. 
25, 26 at the time, whatever it was, okay? And I asked her one day, I said, when you're 45, do you think you can do this pace anymore? She goes, I don't think so. I said, what, what are you going to do with yourself? Mm. I said, how are you going to replace that income? Can you live without the money? She goes, of course not. I go, then you better find something else to do, mm. right? And, and I said, well, there's growth opportunities here in the practice, so you got to become a champion, mm-hmm. right? So you got to own this business, this business model within the business, okay? But... So ultimately, so I got a text from her yesterday. Hey, I did my ninth sleep appliance today while I was here. Hmm. Ninth for the month, okay? Awesome. So I set a goal for her that we need to do for the first quarter, 10 per month, mm-hmm. okay? And you won't have to ever assist again. Man. Interesting. That's awesome. Okay. Because uh, and I, you're replacing the same income yeah, of course. with right. that no, as long as you hit that, your goals. Because I still have another more than assistant. That. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But so, as long as you hit right. your goals, well, she's I said making there, more. At the end of the day, I, I, you know, if you use the general guru format mm-hmm. that your, your team member should produce, your in, your uh, it should be five x, correct? Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. for every dollar a person costs you, we should your practice your revenue by five x. So, for me, ten sleep appliances is going to revenue all in about twenty eight thousand dollars per month. Okay, mm-hmm. so I said to her, I said, Liz, if you never want to assist, uh, you, you need to revenue about twenty five to thirty thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I said, I just want you to focus on sleep. So, what's happened is, is by so what I did in my because I have my personal rainy day fund and my practice rainy day fund. I said, Liz, I will fund you for six months okay so your salary let's let's call it 50 grand a year okay maybe it's more maybe it's less okay but let's call it 50 grand a year so that's twenty five thousand dollars out of my pocket that i'm willing to take a bet mm. on you okay okay mm-hmm. so liz after six months if this doesn't work out you're gonna you're gonna come back and suck spit mm-hmm. okay gotcha. so i said all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna front the money for you we're gonna make it happen all right so liz is 100 dedicated to sleep that's it Liz, you go out and meet the neurologist, you go out and meet the psychiatrist, you go out and meet the sleep physicians, take me, set my meetings up when I need to go. You go You go follow up with all these patients, you write the letters, that's all you do all day long, whatever it takes for you to get to the number we need to get to. Okay. And she's working less. Yeah. In a way, she's working yeah. the same yeah. hours, but yeah, she's, she's working, working a different, yeah. she's different, different kind of work. Yeah. She's working, working smarter, not harder, Sorry. as yeah, they exactly. say. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Which right. is what you're so doing, Does too. that make sense? Yeah. Right. Okay. Sure. So now here's the beauty of it. <clears throat> so legally, at least in my state, state of North Carolina, I imagine every state in the country, is dentistry cannot happen while I'm not there. Right. Okay, while a dentist is not there. But who's in my office when I was here? My associate. My associate. Right, right. So legally, there's a dentist in the building, so that frees Liz to do what? Impressions. Impressions and records. She's supervised, yeah. Yeah. She's supervised, correct? Right. So now I'm producing when I'm not even there. Residual income. In in a way. Right. Okay, in a way. It's residual income. So ultimately, that's, that's the model I need people to get. And that's what I need them to understand is... Sure, you can you can continue to work hard and do all those things, but add this on the side then. Yeah. If you're money driven, because at that that point you're because I think people are driven by three things. Uh, ultimately, whatever, however you boil it down, it's three things. It's it's either money, time, or satisfaction. Okay, so I'm past the money stage of my life. I'm about right now. It's about time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm sure five or seven years from now it'll be all about satisfaction, right? So um. So those are the things that I want people to understand is how can we make that happen? What do we have to do? you got to think backwards uh, to, to, to achieve that goal. And you got to say, what, what in dentistry can I do that allows me to make more money without having to actually do the work myself? So what I'm hearing, though, from all of this is that it seems like a linchpin of this idea is you have to have an associate that is happy in that situation, you know, that, that is happy being somebody who's kind of getting some of that more basic dentistry some of that less productive dentistry and is cool with that 
and is and is maybe not necessarily wanting to turn into a business owner necessarily. Do you feel that that's the case? No, I'm not feel, saying that at all. Not at all. So you no. feel like it's somebody who because if if you feel like somebody that you want to learn to become more like you at some point and maybe replace you at some all point. Right, so let's let's. I, I always believe in the concept of replace yourself. Okay. My my over. So I, I believe in two things with my team members. One, always work to replace yourself. Okay. Okay, and to own your space. Okay, so own whatever it is you do and work towards replacing yourself. Okay, so I'm going to use you as an example because this is what I hear all the time about associates. Okay, it's well, you got to find associates who's happy doing fillings and crowns. I'm like, well, what the hell? You're the owner and you're happy doing fillings and crowns. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so well, how much? Well, so you want an associate who wants to do all the nice stuff and you're going to do all the crap stuff? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So now, so we dis- we determine that you need to do 80 grand a month. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you're doing four hybrids a month, do you want to do any single units? Do you need to do any single units? No. Would you let your associate do those single units? Yeah. Okay, great. Every day, all day. All right, so great. So start with an associate and say, listen, my plan, and this is what I try to get my people. Just be up front with it. Right, but, but my problem with millennials, and I don't want to get into this, is they can't see two years from now. They want it now, 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 that's now. Not, right. That's okay? why I'm saying that it that's, could be challenging. Yeah. But you gotta, you, you'll find the right person who sees the vision. Okay, you will. Okay. So the vision is, is listen, <clears throat> first got to prove yourself that you can do fillings and crowns very well. Because if you can't do fillings and crowns very well, I'm sure as a hell not going to let you drill an implant into somebody's head. Yep. Okay. Right. If you can't take out a tooth well and preserve a socket, I sure the hell not going to let you take out a tooth and put an implant in at the same time. Okay. So prove yourself on these basic things. Do root canals. Become a good, solid general dentist. Okay. Right. I'm going to focus my attention on sleep, single unit implants, a few hybrids here and there. My goal is that a year or two from now, I no longer want to do single unit implants. Okay, and you can have all of them. Gotcha. Okay, because I'm going to move on to that. And then okay. you're, you're you're enhancing the skills of your associates. Of course. So they're still being trained. The understanding from the beginning is you will eventually get here. Yeah. But you have to show or you'll me. You'll surpass me. Right, but show me that yeah. you can do this first. Well, what's wrong with that? No, it's nothing there's wrong, nothing wrong with, that. with that. No, because no, no. Then I, I don't I think there's anything that wrong. we need to try to mentor people because there's a lack of mentorship. Yeah, I don't think there's but, anything wrong with that. Mentorship, but mentorship, you see, the, the mentality, you see, here's. But what you're saying is mentorship. But somebody but comes different- in, though, okay, into the practice. The tough thing is is that this, this, this person comes out of school, and they're like, I am a doctor. So this person comes into their room who needs a hybrid, and they're like, so I'm just going to pass that on. And now, they, what they see, though, is they see the 30% from that $50,000 case. Right, right. Not that, not that it's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. But you got to get past them. They're going to have to get past that mindset that they that they deserve that because they treatment plan the patient. They have to go, no, Tarun is, is he mine. knows this is Dr. Agarwal can do this at a high level, so he gets it. I mean, that, What's in it, the best interest of the patient? For you to do for it. For you to do it. You, you want? I want somebody six months out of school doing that. No and way. I, as no a way. Practice, I'm the practice it. owner going to have to fix that crap. I don't disagree. Okay. With you. And whose name is going to be bludgeoned when that Yours. doesn't go well? Yours. I mean, so you tell me. My challenge with millennial, like I talked to millennial guy yesterday. I made him buy me dinner just for the hell of it. Okay. But um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that awesome. I bet that was hard. Right no, there. it was Hattie B's. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, listen. So you go, these guys are unbelievable. Sometimes we get there and there's a line out the door to go to this Nashville chicken place, right? Mm-hmm. And it's cold outside. I'm like, dude, there's no way we're going to even get inside the door, much less order in 20 minutes. Oh, it'll be 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, I'll bet you dinner on it. Okay? Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. And you mm-hmm. won that one, didn't you? Hell yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it all day. Eight dollars. Wisdom versus yeah, a millennial. Yeah, right? yeah. That's right. It's $8. I'm like, dude, you can buy me an $8 deal uh, and a heartbeat, right? Of course I'm going to let him pay for it, right? But... um but ultimately, so my challenge with millennials is they think of an associateship as a residency mm. where you just go in and try shit. 
Yep. Oh, I got a patient to say yes. Let me just try it. Why right. not? It's true. Fake it till you make it. No, yeah. well, sure. I faked it till I made it too. Because right. that's but what I, I did. Owned, but I owned the practice. I mean, that's what we all... I owned the practice. I put the money on the line. That's true. There's a difference between an employee yeah. and an employer. So Absolutely. It, but, but I guess, again, we, we all, though, didn't... That wasn't our mindset. That wasn't your mindset. You well, went... You know what? You you went in there and you said, I'm going to try this. I've never done it before. And I want... You wanted to do that. That's but why I you got to where you are. Up. Well, but did you, but th- was that really the way you looked at it? Did you look at it as they're backing me up? Or did you look at this, I'm going to fake it till I make it? Of course you fake it till you make it. Because, I mean, that's what I'm saying is like okay. a lot of people, if they're pushing, if they really do want to be successful, they're going to say, let me try it, man. Let me try. I want to be better, so let so, me try okay, it. Here, here's my answer for somebody that says you want to try it. Here's a wonderful class in the Dominican Republic. Or here's Justin Moody's class in Phoenix, Arizona. Be happy to go try it. Gotcha. You go try it there. You go try it there. Then you come back here and try it here. Okay, I got you. I think that's a good answer. We talked about this this morning with somebody you know that it's like, man, every time you just try to lay out a little bit of something, like, hey, I really think you need to do this. Right. I really think you need to do this, and they're not doing it. Right. And so why would you ever want them touching something that's more right. complicated if they're not willing they're to put not in willing the to just We go talked with Justin Moody level. yesterday about his, you know, you know, his implant pathways program and it's legit. Right. And to me, it's not taking a weekend course. It's it's right. a continuum to learn complex dentistry, the procedures that you might love. And by to the do. way, where'd that patient come from? The one that walked in looking for the hybrid. Yeah, right. where did they come from? They usually came from someone else you did a hybrid on or right, somebody so, else that's oh, got that word so that somebody else has got hey, that word of mouth. I'm good. Don't worry, I got it. <laughs> but but, but where that so who put the money up and created that goodwill? It's all the marketing came from so, you. So so like it's like it's like I had an associate once a patient I've been talking to eight years, finally ready to do his full his uh, veneer work. Yep. Well I saw a patient in hygiene and got them to say yes. I'm like, Did you read the notes? I we've planned and done everything that's for eight years. Right. That would really upset They're all mine at the end of the day. Right. Look, I make no bones about it. The, my name is on the door. I put the million and a half dollars in this place. I write your check. I write everybody else's check in here. It's my patient. So how do you handle that then? If, if no. The answer is no. The answer is no. The answer is, listen, have you done one before? Have you gone and taken any Show classes me about your it? Results. No, no. So have, you gone, have you gone and taken any classes about it? Because everybody has to have their first. You have to lose your virginity some point in time, right? <laughs> but you're not going to be the guy to go in there and show them. Is what no, you're I'm, saying? No, I'm happy to. You will. Okay. 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 I'm happy to. So teach they say people. I want to learn one. You're going to say you can have one of my patients. I'm, I'm going to say you go take education first. Yeah. And then I will mentor you through the process. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. On, on a patient that's, yeah, the, of course. that's and their then, patient. And I will inform the patient okay. up front. Here's the best example, yeah. though, is like your wife needs veneers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say that she knows. Okay, you're going to let your associate say, hey, I, I want to I prep your wife's veneers. Mm. Because if you treat every member of your practice. Yeah, like our that. saying is we treat every treat, right. treat right. your patients as like your, you would your, your own family. So would you let your okay, associate so treat your wife? You right, right. Let me ask you this. Would you let your associate prep your wife? For veneers. No, I would. Okay, now what would you want him to do? What would prove it to you? You would say what? You would say you need to go to Spear, right? And you need to do the facial that, generated right. treatment planning. You also Learn need and to go to the prep course, right? And go to the prep course. So and I told then, you they treat then, it like a residency. Yeah. Then I might let you prep my wife for veneers after I see you do the work right on somebody else that's true that's true okay. uh, but but that's not how most of us learn that's not how we we say that that is how you learn but when you started off did you go did you go take that's a huge continuum learn. before you did yeah. a veneer case yeah oh you come, really no yeah, I went to LVI before you did any veneers though no, I took my first you didn't patient mess there. some up first I took my patient there you did so you didn't mess any cases up uh-uh. before 
Okay, I'm impressed. Did you mess any cases up? I have I to did. say, I made some I, mistakes. I, was, see, I made I some to, mistakes. I went to a GPR after. Well, I know, school, I know, but, but that's you where didn't. I my first veneer case. But you didn't know how to do it all. I guess is what I'm saying. You didn't go yeah, to like I, spend fifty thousand bucks to learn how to treatment plan those, no. you those cases. To, we live in the world of the Google and the YouTube. Yeah. You don't even have to spend fifty. You don't have to spend one dollar. I'm saying, put some effort in. To show me that you're learning between 5 p.m. and 8 a.m. how to do stuff. Okay, I'm with okay? you. That's another My thing patients too. are not your that. guinea pigs. Yes, okay. Like it's, okay. It's, it's, it's the mindset. It's not that you're saying it's got to be this, this. It's just that show me that you're willing to learn, and, or, and then we'll start you've moving. You've done a case. Direction. Show me. Dude, where's your, the show whole, me the before and after. Show me the before and after. Here's the thing: okay. is what okay. you're saying is the whole is the whole mentality about our podcast and about mm-hmm. what you're saying is that you're trying to take it to the next level. Yeah, sure. We are trying to encourage people to go out and read journals. Yeah. We're fans of what you're saying. It's just that we're trying to think about how do you how do you get somebody to that point because that's the challenging thing. It's like it's you're saying you want that, but on a day to day basis, that patient comes in for that veneer case, and you go, at what point are they ready? Then at what point do you say they're ready to start doing that? That's a challenge. I would think that'd be a challenge. Age old question. Okay, so here in a perfect world, here's my mindset. Number one, what kind of patient is it? This mm-hmm. is, see, it's not black and white, it's gray. Yeah. Okay? Number one, if your wife came in, no no offense, she looks like she might be a little bit particular about how her teeth look. Okay? That's not somebody for my associate to do. Okay? Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, you're okay? not touching my wife. No, no, yeah. but you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? I know what you mean. I know right. what you mean. Okay? But let's say somebody comes in, they're not super particular, they start with fangled up teeth, like oh, literally anything, anything, anything's better anything's than this. better than what yeah. the hell you started with. Yeah. That's a good case for you to start on, gotcha. okay? Gotcha. All right? So, see... The other thing people, I think, that young dentists don't understand is they don't understand that they don't have that ability. And because I've made mistakes where I've had patients where I've done their work, given the money back, and they still haunt me to this day. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And you never do that again, correct? Oh, yeah. That man. sucks. How many times have we heard Gary Wood talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Dude? Never make them so happy. Never make them happy. Never, so what, there's, there's this ability that you come with from doing cases yeah. and having time where you can just look at somebody and say, you know, I don't want to work yeah, on you. Yeah, don't touch that. No, yeah. there's no chance. And there is there, that that for somebody graduating school, and, and it's no fault of their own, they, they that 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 doesn't exist in no, their head. No, all they see are teeth. Right. Okay? Right. I can do something about. I that. I can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, who, so let me ask you: Who pays for that? Who pays for the education? So you're saying you want them to get the education? I'm not going to pay for it. So they're going to pay. They well, need I'm to pay. a unique situation. I have free classes upstairs because I do my own training, correct? So my, my training center is Okay, but say s- it's somebody that doesn't have that. Why what would you advocate? You would advocate that they would spend that spend that money on their on their own to go out to say LVI or Spear or whatever. Did I pay for the dental school? Gotcha. So I'm just wanting to know well, what you I'm, think about it. I'm, I'm supposed just, to. So now I'm supposed to give you a job, pay you a guaranteed salary, pay you a percentage, and I'm supposed to pay for your education. Should I come wipe your ass too? Yes. Well, that's what these millennials want. I, got, I, got, I get where okay. you're coming from, man. I'm a believer. So, so, yeah, we've had this discussion. I've, said, I've told my associate, I've said, God, look, man, I love you, Listen, but you got to show me. If you me. can't afford it, stop right. going out to drink. So, That's so, exactly yeah. Okay, so yeah. first, yeah. Yeah. So here's yeah. the first thing. Yeah. So much money. Yeah. Get a new phone here. Okay, right, right. We yeah. all have yeah. 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 But yeah. my first question to somebody is, when's the last time you went out to eat? Mm. And and what oh, I love yeah. asking oh, all yeah. you guys, you Americans are unbelievable. I ask you guys, what do you? What, <laughs> no, right, man, you're American. No, I'm so, I'm so Indian. Listen, you'll see anywhere I go, I drink water. Uh, yeah, because it's free. Yeah. Okay. And even at this point, where I make a lot of money, it's That's still why free. I drink coffee, man. It's just colored with stuff water. It's five dollars, dude. That stuff is <laughs> no, Starbucks. We made that. We made that. Still, anyway, anyway. But, but I got what you're saying. So, so you my question is, I don't, I don't drink out. 
because drinks are unbelievably expensive out. Right. Okay, so so when you say to me you don't have money to spend, you just have don't have the value right. of where I your agree. money should money go. Management True. Skills. True. Okay, right? So so ultimately so at the end of the day, listen. So if you if you have an associate that you really believe in and that what really holds them back is money, maybe you help them out. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. hey, I'll front you the money. Right. You gotta you, pay me back. Yeah. I'll self finance well, you. Now, wait a minute. Okay. Now, now wait okay. a minute now. Well, I'm gonna kinda be a little yeah, devil's sure. advocate, sorry. Is that you just said that you made a twenty five thousand dollar risk on, on your on your assistant. on your assistant. Yeah, but she's okay. been, I didn't do that the day I hired her. It's true. Okay. But you're yeah. saying if somebody was motivated I wouldn't do that on the day I hired somebody, right. no way in hell. But if you were Why would I Okay, so back to this, okay? Yeah, yeah. How often have you have we in dentistry thought about, you know what? Let's bring somebody in from the outside and promote them to this high-level job when you're just letting your poor person who's been who's been unbelievably loyal, faithful, oh, sucks, worked man. hard they with you. Yeah, that's, okay? bad. that's bad news. And, and you, so now you bring somebody in. And let, because I did this last year. I brought somebody in as a sleep champion last year, and then nine months in, she left. Oh, oh man. Right? Yeah. And then you got to hold a list. So you got to prove yeah. yourself. Yeah. So at the end of the day, what's wrong in that? Nothing's, end, nothing. nothing wrong with that. Nothing's wrong. I'm saying there's no ceiling the in anything don't in life. Get but it. the problem but is, nobody gets it. At the end of the day, we don't get it either. True, true. Okay, because yeah. we, we want to blame them all the time. It's easy to do. Right. Just like my dad's generation. My dad's generation. My dad's to this day looks at me and says, "I'm lazy." Mm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't work seven hours, seven days a week, twenty-four yes. hours a day. Sure. I didn't clean rooms, punch toilets, weeks you know, all right. of that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so every generation has that same same right. way that we look at the generation behind us. Like the world's going to go to hell in a handbasket. Right. I'm going to use okay? a term here, and it's like I feel like, and I know John does too, is I feel like there's a lack of wannabes. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, like for instance, like I want to be that guy right there, and I'm willing to put the time and the effort in. Right. To be apprenticed by that person to become that, and I'm willing. You know what? You know what? It's let's say right now that we had no dental degrees, okay, mm-hmm. and we wanted to go out and start a business with zero dollars in our pocket, okay? We could do it, and here's how: is we're going to put the sweat equity. I'm going to show up and I say, you know what? I want to be an insurance salesman, and I'm going to go in here and I'm going to say, look, but I have three hundred thousand dollars in loans, right? But here's the thing: I'll sweep your carpet, I'll sweep your floors. Mm-hmm. I just want to hang around this place. How many? How many like? Like rags to riches stories. Do you hear about sure. people that are yeah, billionaires? Yeah, but that's far and few between. Okay? Well, but I'm just saying the mentality of that is a mm. wannabe. Yeah. Like if somebody came to you and say, "I want to be," it's the American dream. Yeah, it's the American it dream, is. and it can happen. Yeah. And, I, it and does, as much still. as we say, as much as you say that the generational thing is a farce, it's not all a farce because there is no, something some to val- that. There's some there truth is something to, to that where you kind of go. There's this lack of respect of the time that it takes to get to that point. And as we were talking to Justin about yesterday, we're like, well, hey, you know, it is hard. But, but listen, it is hard. It's not supposed to be easy. So I went through this when I first started speaking okay i had people that were like i've been speaking for 20 years you, you need to put your time in and i was like the hell if i need to put my time in i'll just shorten that timeline okay so i need to put my time in but and so what took you 10 years i can do in three years okay so so certainly we can shorten a timeline because technology the availability of information sure. having seen somebody do it before you right okay There's some those things, things that allow make it easier you, make it easier okay yeah so you can you can shorten that timeline okay but the work still goes in yeah okay yeah. the steps are still there they're just done in a faster manner then this instead of this long you just do that many steps in this long so when you get to that point though where if the associate says it's time, I want to learn this, and you they put in that time, and you and you might you might even help them financially. But sure. the point is, is that they've got to prove each step along the way. 
and then eventually you'd love for them to be able to do what you're doing. Of course, just, I want to always replace myself. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I want you to define they put in the time. Have they simply showed up from eight to five for a year? That's not putting in that's the not, time. That's not taking it to the next level. Have they watched me do procedures? Do they come in on their Monday off? Yeah, yeah. Right. Are they? Who are they? Who are they? Re- I once had an associate said, "Can you schedule that case on a Tuesday through Friday when I'm here?" I'm like, "Nope. I'm going to schedule it on a Monday. You can come in on your day off." Mm. Yeah, and it's got to be. That's what they've got to be willing to do is come in and learn. If you want to be successful around me, John, at least. we take time off. We take a day off work, and how much production do we lose? Right. Right, you know? lose it. Yeah. We lose it. You, we're you we're not asking that guy to lose production. You're just asking to come in right, on his day Right, to come off. in and learn, because that's a free CE course is what that is. At the end of the day, yeah. yeah it's a free why, why, CE course. So my question is, why would you... So to me, it's, there's a level of arrogance, okay? There's the word. Okay? Yeah. There's a level of arrogance, not in the way you act, okay? Right. But in your mindset that you feel that I've learned so much, so already... Oh, okay, and my, especially my friends out of GPR residencies, they really feel that, okay? <laughs> All right? So they, there's level of arrogance that I don't need to learn, mm. okay? And what I'm saying is that mentality, at least with me, will never work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like to this day, if I so look, I work. I see patients three days a week, almost forty weekends a year. I'm working Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. So, but there, there are a few Thursdays and Fridays I'm at the office. Okay. I'm not out of town. I'm off. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah. call it. I'm in the office on Thursday. Okay. And on that Friday, I'll go to my periodontist office, my oral surgeon's office, my endodontist office because I'm there to learn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Because I can always get better. Of course. Okay. There's always something new for me to learn. That's good. So, so, so my question is, is why? Why? And, and that goes back to my point. It, they'll use. Well, I don't have money for C. Great. We have an oral surgeon that'll do anything I ask. I have a periodontist that'll do anything I ask. I have an endodontist that'll do anything I ask, and I have an orthodontist that'll do almost anything I ask. Yep. Okay. So if you want to go learn and you don't have the money, I will make. I will personally call them. Yeah. Okay. And set up a time for you to go shadow them. Yeah. Watch what them. more can I do? Right. Like I said, do you want me to wipe your butt too? Right. It's free. So if you can't call them for me, like if you call and just say my name, right. they, they will understand what you're calling about. Right. So be willing. If you're so, not willing you to do that. But you want to guinea pig my patients. So what you're saying then is like, and I, and I caught your body language on this, is that he's saying, and what, you, what I caught from you, is that it's not a lack of mentors. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a lack of apprentices. Right. Who are willing, mindset want, apprentices, mindset right. who have that mindset, that want to be mindset, yeah. that are okay with. They want to be fed on their terms, their time, their conditions, right? At their timeline, right? So how do okay? you tap into somebody like okay? Let's well, here's say, the good news: I don't own multiple offices. I don't need but one, right? Yeah. Okay, right. so I just find the right one, right? Exactly. So let's just talk a little bit about like from a standpoint of like if you've got a, we've got somebody here like ourselves, like myself. I don't have an associate. You have an associate, mm-hmm. and if we're going to interview somebody, and you you said you haven't figured this out yet. Okay. There's a lot I haven't figured out. Are are there personality tests that have been, you know, like there's certain... Hey, did he put you through a personality test before you guys dated and got married? There's a personality (laughs) test called the gut. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Because I can fake anything. That's true. Sure. Okay, was he nice? Like my wife tells me all the time, okay, when I met you, your your apartment was clean. You had a housekeeper. You had a car washed every week. Then we got married, and what the hell happened to you? Okay? Right. So, the real so you came the, out. The, the, there's a value to these personality tests, but what I'm saying is at the end of the day, the value is what you feel. Yeah. Okay, and you'll be wrong sometimes. You'll be right, right sometimes, but you can't test people to death. Yeah. That's true. You're going to lose more good people than the bad people you avoid. 
Right. So, okay. so is there any skill set test then, or is it just coming in and start to work? If you feel like, hey, this guy's got to, you know, you hear a lot of people say hire for personality, train for skill. Mm-hmm. Is is like we hire this person's got a good communication base because it's hard to teach communication. That's it's, another thing that associates don't. Uh, mil- uh, young dentists. I want to stop using the word millennial. Yeah, I, I, okay. I agree. Yeah. Young dentists. Young dentists. Young okay. Dentist. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They don't believe in. They don't put any effort and time into learning how to get patients to say yes. Right, I agree Very with true. that. We talked I about that. that. Yeah, all like day. we talk about, yeah. you know, some people like body language, body and just language. Learn, learning the way, learning the communication skills, and reading books. And I mean, these are things that we can go back to what you were saying too. I'm sorry, I interrupted no, you. No, no, I understand. But I mean, like, is that is that harder to teach than a skill set? Mm-hmm. So, like, you you meet somebody and you hit it off, and you're like, Man, I feel like this guy's a pretty nice guy, or or whatever. We seem to like hit it off, and and then, like, at what point? I mean, like. And you're like, I'm done with this guy. All right, so let's look at it this way. So let's let's reverse engineer the question. Okay? Now, and, and let me throw this in there. If 50% of people in dental school, and I don't want to be sexist because we have a lot of women listeners. And, I like the women listeners. And I, and I do too. I'm just saying. And I do. My wife is a practicing clinician. And and so the thing is, is that if we, if, if we have that many women that are coming into the dental field, 50%, is, is that, I think that's an advantage for for them to be a one a business owner but not only that is that a woman woman wants to have children they want to have a family and why would they not want bring to back t- the 1950s <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they want to work part time right it seems like that could be a good a good fit That's for what fit. for the type of business that you're talking about you know? maybe maybe yeah, maybe know. it's hard to say that right so but like if you look at this is like it my, should be the it base, should be, the basis theory. of my question is is that is it harder and it to train for personality or is it hard or communication or skill and or this about the same and then at what point do you say man i'm just done with this yeah, yeah. okay so <clears throat> let's reverse engineer the question okay okay so let me let me put it this way let's pretend let me go back 15 years and i want to go apply for a job okay i want to present myself as the best associate possible so what I the first thing I ask people is when I'm interviewing them straight out of school I say so tell me what it, what it kind of things have you been reading? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, non dental books. I already tell you they're not they don't love dentistry. Okay, have you met students here while you've been here? Mm-hmm, sure. I've met like ten or twelve students here. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are the kind of people I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay, my next thing is do you, can you show me any examples of your work? Well, you didn't have a camera. What you guys didn't have X rays either. You didn't have a phone that you couldn't take pictures of your X ray with that. It's right. a portfolio. Yeah, yeah then it's then. a portfolio. So, like, when you when you meet artists, how do you know how good portfolio. the artist is? Portfolio. Right. Start doing course. that now yeah. if so, you want to sell yourself in the end. At the end of the day, the whole the life is about selling yourself. Yeah. Right. Whether it's to patients. You know, why did you want to interview me? Somehow I've sold myself that you. I'm someone how, that you want to interview. Let me just say right now, how John and I got together is like this. It's yeah. like, hey, man, check this case out. At a bar out. at night. Yeah, yeah late at night. Late at night yeah. in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was yeah. interesting. But, I mean, like, it's you show me a case, I'll show you a case, and right. eventually you're like, okay, this guy really knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, but that's you You feel that passion when you talk to somebody. When it comes up quickly, you're like, hey, man, so what do you learn? You know, what do you read? And like you yeah. say, would you see that article in last week's or would last month's Would you let Justin Moody do an implant in one of your patients? Yeah, yeah. From what, from and you've never I've, seen his work, what, right? Never, you've never seen his work. And you never met him, really, right? right? Yeah. Right. But, you, but he's gained, but, you know, that, but he's gained that trust because right. he's from shown what, you examples. Have, yeah, right. exactly. Right. From and, what we and, know. and you just have it's the discussion. It's his portfolio of work. Right. It's a, it's his it's his, his book of business. So when you day, talk right? to somebody and you you're talking to them in the interview and you and you say those kinds of things, you look at you. What would I want myself the, to have the done? Intangibles. Yeah. How are you performing? How are you performing right now? And how are you going to know you're successful? And what's what's the measure of success? So so you're 
of, you're coming out of school, one year out of school, two years out of school. You've left a, a big office or another office. Let's say, so what have you done in the last two years? Tell me, but what do you read? What do you do from 5 p.m. to 8 a.m.? Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you do from What do you do on Saturdays and Sundays? Yep. Okay, because to me, the measure of a person that wants to be great at what they do at some point in their life is what they do outside of work. Very true. Okay, you can drink all you want. You can do all those things. But tell me that you're reading. Tell me that you're learning. Because all those things are free. Okay, we live in the day and age of education is essentially free. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can learn anything on the Google, anything on the YouTube, anything on the Facebook, anything on the Twitter, anything you want on podcasts. Yeah. At the end of the day, podcasts are free education, right? So if you can't show me <clears throat> that you've invested time in that, it just right. tells you're me. probably not the right for person me, for me. Yeah. Okay. Now, if I had a hundred offices, I'm just looking for a heartbeat. Right. Right. Okay. Can you do dentistry? Okay. But what I'm looking for is something different. And 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 my wife tells me that's my problem is that I want somebody very good when I'm trying to put somebody in a spot just to fill a in a sense plug a hole. I go, but my mentality just simply won't let me because I want more for that person because I want the, because if. Okay, you're trying to replicate yourself. Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, because I, I don't. I don't want anybody to be like. But you're me. not going to tolerate somebody though who's yes. going to just clock can, in, clock out. Yes, that's not going to happen problem. in your that's practice. Yeah. But, yeah. Or clock no, but in. I can tolerate it if they upfront say, "Listen, I'm happy doing fillings and crowns. Right, right. I want. I want to serve your practice. I want to have a good life. I don't. I don't ever want to do more than that. And, I, and no one's ever going to say that. I don't. So think. I've had people tell me. You've that. You've had people tell you that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I've had people tell me that. Huh. Well, and so that could work in, yeah. in this situation. Yeah, but, but that person's ra- honest but, with themselves. But do you really want that person? Yes. Why not? Because don't you want to have that relationship with them? That's like they're challenging. You're challenging them. They're challenging because you. Isn't this he, a good thing? Remember what he said. He's like he's all about what he wants. Well, you're right. right? But I mean, I, gosh, see, I that would be tough wrong. for you. I would think for you though, that'd be hard to deal with that person day no, to day if they don't on, want sure, that. But the, but the, long they want to get better at fillings and crowns, great. As long as they're wanting to get better. Even if it's just at that, you're well, good with exactly that. that's exactly what you want. Show me your portfolio. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. And, and that's all really I want to do. Right. And I really want to get better. And I know my yeah. bonding. I want to be the best crown in the world. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay. What's Sweet. wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. No, yeah, no, no. But I wasn't know that's what you were saying. See, see to me, it's... it's so ultimately what happens is a rising tide, all these fancy sayings, rising tide lifts all boats, whatever it is, okay? Ultimately what that means is... That when you have somebody good around you that can take things off your chest, off your plate, now you can fill your plate with other things. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can fill it with something else. Okay, and and I've always had that mentality that if something were to happen tomorrow, I would find a way to survive. Okay, and I would I could reinvent myself. I could do something different, and um, so ultimately I, my practice is no different than that. I, I want to do that. And another thing we didn't talk about is medical billing. Mm-hmm. That's just free revenue. Because the reimbursements are better, or we're doing like how many? Do you guys take out teeth in your practice? Sure. sure. Okay. Yeah. Do you see those patients for post op sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes sutures or whatever, or maybe whatever. Well, you just, yeah. Oh yeah, it's no big deal, right? Yeah. yeah. It only costs you fifty dollars every time you see them. Chair time. It's all right. Chair time. It is chair time. Uh, oh yeah, no big deal. Right. I just here's fifty dollars. Let me give you fifty dollars. Don't come in. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, why, why do we have such a nonchalant attitude about it? Mm. That's right, we do. You're, you're so, because you're, medicine doesn't. Your assistant, Every single your, time you go to the doctor, they charge your you. Your assistant had to tear down that room, yeah. set it up, spray it day. down. I said every time your front office person bucks. had to pick up the phone and confirm that appointment. You're right. Okay, that person had to make the appointment, and there's a percentage of patients you have to reschedule because they can't make that appointment and no longer is good for them. 
Yeah, definitely cost you money. It costs you money. Yeah. So why in the hell is it okay just to do it for free? It's not. Okay, so then get paid it's not, for it. It's not what you do. It's, what, get paid it's not for what it. you do, it's what you know. Get paid for it. I Medical agree. insurance will pay for those visits. For a post-op. Yeah, it's an, it's an office visit. When's the last time you went so, to the doctor's so office instance, and didn't I mean, get think, charged yeah, for an office visit? To be honest visit? with you, I've been thinking about this. It's a little sidebar, but it's like a procedure that John and I have incorporated. We've been trying to cheat a little more TMD and all that kind of thing. We've been doing some anterior excluding devices. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's an assistant. Those are, t- those are, oh God, those are medically What's payable that? procedures. Yeah, well, so, I just, I just goofing around with the cup. So the thing is, is that you charge, you know, the, you know, it's, the whole thing is assistant driven. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. got to the point now where I've trained my assistants, and it's like I just walk in a room, and it's like, hey, how you feeling? Touch a few muscles, and I'm out. But why right. are you building that to medical? No, I'm not. Why not? And I, and, well, I need to be because. But why and, not? And, and, just don't know how. Because I don't know how. Don't know how. So, so you don't have access to the YouTube or the Google? I do, but you don't, I have you don't need have to a few thousand dollars to go learn something. I'm a, I'm available. That's, to maybe me. that's the next okay. step. Look, maybe, but, maybe that's but the my next question step. is: Is why are we not doing that? So so we want to complain about the young dentist not doing it, but yet we do it ourselves. Sure. Sure. That's right. It's, you're right. It's the next. It's the next step. I'm, just, I'm just asking. Touché, so man. then, the day, I mean, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. I'm. I'm. We're, I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. You're guilty of it, right? Is but it yet we want to. But just, it's okay for us to bitch about them being like that. But yet it's not okay for us to be like right. that. If we're not pushing it to the next level on what we're doing. So, so at the end of the day, well, how can you expect anybody around you to be any different if you yourself aren't constantly pushing? So what sure. my team will say about me is that listen, I'm difficult to get along with sometimes, but I'm constantly pushing. Yeah, okay, trying I'm to get constantly, better. Yeah, constantly. If, if we're if we're if if we have no movement, we're dying. Very so my true. question is this: So you don't want to get paid? So you don't think you could sell more if you if medical insurance paid for Heck it for yeah, your patients? Oh Thank my you so goodness! Yeah. Oh, I know. So that. then, why aren't you learning? So you like? I know, I know. You like doing fillings and crowns. They're so fun. No, I don't. Well, I'm, and I'm learning about the, the the apnea device with medical billing. That's something. So you're treating but, TMD. You better be treating sleep apnea. You home right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what we. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. changed our we, whole world when yeah. we went out to, and took that course yeah. of occlusion in, and now we're, we're, we're taking ready to the take sleep a workshop course. In, and, uh, yeah, out of Spear. That's what we're doing this summer. So yeah. with uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Quishan and, uh, and, and uh, yeah. Jameis and Spencer. Yeah, so my, and, here's my question on that. Uh, so are you medical billing that? Yes. Well, yes. That's uh, for what, for the appliances, yes, but not for office visits. That's that's okay. something that so I don't know enough about. Uh, I like giving it away for free. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, did, I gave it away free for 15 years. I mean, I might as well get 18 to 20 dollars for it. Absolutely. So right? I've got to learn about. Do you that. ever see patients that need profies more than twice a year? Yeah. Sure do. So what, yeah. what happens in that exam you do on them the third or fourth time? If it's insurance, it goes away. If it's free, right? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just bill medical for that? Hmm. And you've had excellent success with that, it sounds Exams like. Exams are about 80% success. Are you mm. kidding me? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Deductibles and co-pays will, will enter into that equation. Sure. So where did okay. you learn about it? Uh, so I, I learned from, I, I've taken classes from uh, Dr. Z in Chicago, Hutan Shahidi, um, and, and Chris Ferrugia, all these friends of mine. Yeah, yeah. And then so I brought Hutan in and we tre- we teach medical billing training. And again, for me, what's different is, is the, the, again, the education you can get on the YouTube and the Google. It's about the implementation of the workflow. It's about team integration. Yeah. At the end of the day, my, listen, nothing I do is about the education part of it. There's so much smarter people that are better than me at that, okay? So learn from them on the Google, the YouTube, wherever it is. But if you want to learn about team integration and getting your team on board and creating a workflow that makes sense in a busy general practice, that's where we can really help people. Gotcha. So, um, But I would tell you that if you want to do more sleep, 
we do medical billing, okay? Mm -hmm. And here's what I'll tell you, and I, I'll say this honestly, is that you're not as good at medical billing as you need to be mm -hmm. because you're not doing it enough, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So, so like, when you get really good at medical billing, you, you'll be able to have a patient in the hygiene chair, and before they leave the hygiene chair, you can tell them how much their out-of-pocket's going to be for that sleep appliance. That's awesome. That's I'd awesome. love to be able to do well, that. Okay, I'm not so, there. So then I'm you're telling so, so you're, what you're saying to me is that you do medical billing. Like, yeah, I do medical billing, but you do it at such a low level... Okay, Sounds, your your yes. bar is Sounds so like low. Yes. Yeah. Okay, your bar is so yeah. low that you like you, you you. They walk out not knowing what it's going to okay, pay. Okay, so I'm not trying to be mean here, but no, no. egotistically, I've take I've I learned I learned medical billing enough, but you never had somebody show you what's possible. Yeah. So okay. who do we need to talk? Who 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 can teach that? I can. You can. Yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. thing. That's well. That's one, one of, of my your things. things. One, one of, of my things. things. So how do you do that? Do you do you have classes? At yeah, we your have classes place? in Raleigh. We're doing some on the road this year. Okay. Like Houston. Boise. Where can we go? To, where can we go? 3D-Dentist.com. 3D-Dentist.com. Dentist or t .com. Okay. It'll, it'll all take you there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we ask me more questions. I'm not here to promote my stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, we fill them well, up. It's no big deal. But this is what, I mean, we both want to go and but check this out. But it's about the disruption, correct? Yeah. So, oh, I've so you've already disrupted us. Yeah, it's good yeah. disruption. Yeah, yeah. but Because we talk about this all the time about what do we, what would we like to do? We talked about this so much about what well, would we be, where do we want to be in 20 years? How do we get to that point? And this is a this is a model that could get you where you want to be in twenty years. It's just it's interesting. But how can you let yourself never stop growing? Yeah, yeah, you've got you can't because like you say, you're dying if you're not growing. I mean, right. at some so point, how, how can you not say there must be more in medical billing? Like I take classes myself sometimes, and I go to them like oh, I'm doing this already. It makes me feel at ease. Yeah. All right, I'm, yeah. I'm at the I'm at a good level. Yeah. Okay, so that's my question. Is, is I guess what you just don't know what the highest level what's is. That's the, the what's thing. the worst thing that happens if I go to a C and don't like it? I've wasted money and time. Right. But it makes you confirm that you're doing the right thing. That's the worst basically. thing that happens. Yeah. So so you, you tell me that you've we've become so money-minded that we can't spend a few thousand dollars to figure out that we're doing it right. Sure. No, I'm all, we're, no, all, we're about all about that. I know yeah. I get that, but yeah. I'm just saying, generally speaking, yeah. most people aren't. Most, most people, people aren't. They're correct? like, I'm good yeah. enough. Yeah, and, that, so, you know and I don't need to spend you know more what? money. Thank then you don't bitch about anything. Right. That's why that stat is that most dentists spend nine hundred dollars yeah. on education and travel yearly. Yearly. And that's that's from the office to the the county dental society. That's meeting. exactly right. Yeah. Yep. And then it's online, and like you say, the YouTube and the Google are good. On one hand, they've also been bad because they they people go, oh, I got that now. I got it. I saw a video on it. So now it I doesn't know. work. I tried it in my practice. It doesn't work. You know, right. you know what I hear about medical billing the most often is I tried it in my practice. It didn't work. I go, what'd you try it on? Oh, you know, I had this patient that came in that had a hybrid. We did, you know, took all the teeth out and gave him dentures. We billed that to medical and they didn't pay for it. I'm like, yep, it's never going to work. Yeah, that's not what it's for. That's well, that's one of the things it's for, but that's the percentage of that bank right. is so, so low. low. Yeah, it's yeah. so okay. low. Yeah. And then my next question is, oh, medical billing didn't work. How long did you try it for? How many claims do you file? So you're telling me that you went to dental school and the first time you did a prep, you became a master at it. Right. You're not there yet. You gotta keep, gotta keep working yeah, it's on not, it. It's a, but more importantly, see, the other thing that I find, and this is how I did medical billing, and I'm not advocating this is how people have to do it, okay? But again, this is how, so I believe when you when you want to implement something, you gotta go full bore, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. so, so when I did medical billing, I said, you know what, I'm gonna hire a medical biller. Mm. I, I hired Melissa, I said, Melissa, here's the deal. We got six months to make you worth it. Mm. All right, I'm going to front your salary for six months. So this is somebody that knew medical billing she was, already. She, she was a medical biller, okay. but she didn't know dental medical billing. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I'm going to front your salary for six months. I'm committed to making this happen. Let's go to some education. Let's see what it takes. Yeah. Let's work on it. Your sole job, all you got to do is this. To make yeah. your salary profitable. 
So how long did it take you to get that fully implemented and trained in uh, your practice? 18 months. 18 Six months. To 12 now, to 18 months. Now, now that what you know. Now, my yeah. level of implementation is higher than what okay. you guys even yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah, but right. if we went to if your we went course, to your what course. are you telling people so at I, your course? So how long a, will it take I, I tell everybody that it takes three to six months for you to see a return. Okay. 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 So That's you have not, to be willing to front some money. Yeah, yeah, and do you, do you recommend they hire somebody? Depends on because most their workload, don't have the business mindset, or the financial mindset that I have. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you, if I, if I met you guys, okay, I would say for you to hire somebody part time, gotcha, a dedicated okay. person. Okay, they can be a remote employee even. And you give it three to six months. You take them to training, yeah. and then you give it three you, to six but, months. But you set it up front. Listen, these are my expectations. I'm right. going to hire you. Right. Like I, I interviewed somebody the other day to come to our office, and she's working somewhere else. I, you know, in another field. Okay, and I said to her, I said, <clears throat> so I want to be upfront with you. I like you. Okay. And I want to hire you, but I want you to know this: you take this job, and in three months from now, I don't, we don't, it doesn't work for each other. Are you going to be okay with that? Don't leave your job that you have now that pays you well. I like the upfront okay? mentality. And, yeah. and come roll. to my place, and, and yeah. I'm telling you, it's a three month deal. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I think it's way you after talk three to months. After three months, if it works for us, we'll keep you. Yeah, it's, okay? it's business. Yeah, it's a business. It's a yeah. business. So no, but it's also the right human thing well, to I do, agree right? With that yeah, too. you don't but want somebody I mean, to be like, failing and it's look, not working. I tell them, listen, I don't want to take you out of your situation and put you on the streets, right. Because I got a whim, right? Okay, and my whim changed, right? Okay, and now suddenly you left a good job and you can't go back, right? So after three to six months, just to kind of get to yeah. the the brass tacks on that, you feel like things like that extra exam mm-hmm. per year. You feel like, of course, apnea appliances. We, 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 um, we collected $40,000 last month in medical billing wow. in January. So as a percentage, like you're talking about an, an extra but, 10, 15% per, that you could year, do? Last year, 2015, we collected north of $200,000 in medical billing. Wow. Wow. And how much of that was sleep versus so other sleep, stuff? Yeah, sleep would be 50% of that. Okay. okay. But that's still, good. I mean, that's, that's $100,000 that's not even sleep. Mm-hmm. That's that's and, impressive. And about that's sleep. exams and x-rays. Yeah. Wow. So I want to go back to one more thing on the medical billing part, okay? So the, there's there are three ways you can do it, okay? One, you can try to have a, t- a current team member do it. Okay. A little bit of a recipe for toughness, okay? Yeah, yeah. Unless you, unless you carve out time for them. Yeah. Okay, so the way I would approach that, I would say Susie Q. Okay, because ninety percent of them are women. Okay, uh, Friday's your day off. I'm gonna. I want you to. I want you to put some time in on Fridays. Yep. If you approve the results, I'll give you a raise. Okay, or I'll move you into this position, whatever it takes. But I want you to carve out Fridays as this. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you try to have somebody do this, like in between everything else that you're having them do, yeah, it's a recipe. Done. It's a, just right. a recipe. It has okay? to be a dedication. Okay. Number yeah. two, you hire a full-time, part-time virtual employee that's dedicated to doing this, mm-hmm. and you front it for six months. Okay, and that person can sink or swim. Okay, or the third way of doing it is you can hire an outside billing service. Okay, and they take a percentage. Yep. Okay, okay. And, and so that's an option as well. Okay, yep. so my ultimate goal for everybody is to have an internal biller. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I believe in vertical integration. Yep. Okay, um, but I say that starting off, uh, I'm okay with uh, small, small and relatively small-minded practices outsourcing it. So if you're an under a million dollar practice, <clears throat> my suggestion is to outsource it. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're if you're a million plus and you're a business, you know, entrepreneurial to a certain degree, mm-hmm. uh, I suggest that you bring in a person dedicated to doing it. Okay, um, and, and th- so that's kind of how I look at that. Mm-hmm. And so, but for that kind of return, if you're talking about even if the sleep is out of it, if you're mm-hmm. You're talking a hundred thousand dollar return. That certainly can justify, especially a 
part-time person's uh, salary. A hundred grand is a part-time person. Absolutely. Holy smokes, man. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty that's a pretty good return. And, and really, it makes you feel better. And it's better for the patient too. I mean, yes. the patients are happier as well because they're getting better care. They're getting that extra exam, and they're feeling good about yeah. it. How many people I mean, are coming is, to you? At, and, and even now, because people are like, there's different insurance models that are going down even now in 2017. And, and they're like, hey, I, I've got this money. Can I spend it in your office? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's crazy that right. we can't even tap into that. Right. But we can't. You're how about this? See <laughs> how silly. So, I'm, look, uh, let me preface everything I say about medical insurance this way. There's deductibles, there's copays, sure. these affect these things, okay? Right. There's exclusion in plans, and there's some states like Alabama, Tennessee, Michigan, places like that that just ask backwards, okay? Mm-hmm. Where medical insurance is, is a little bit tough in some of those states, yeah. okay? So that's, so, that's what we've heard about in Tennessee. We're in yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, we've so heard it's, it's, it's really it's tough. tough. Sleep, that's it's why tough. medical billing for it's me tough. with sleep is it's tough, man. It's tough, okay? Yeah. So, so, see, there's the difference. Like, if you, so when people, so here, here's ultimately. Like, if you signed up for my class, we'd get an email saying you signed up. Lori or myself would pick up the phone and say, listen, dude, you don't need to come to this class. Let's give you your money back. Because Tennessee is not, no, not going to happen. Know. We just know. And I said, listen, I don't want to waste your time. I don't need your money that bad. Yeah. And that's the honesty of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so, but anyway, what was I talking about? Yeah. Well, you were just saying that up oh, front that up you got to know that right, whether yeah. it's going to work in your state, if yeah, it's going to be worth right, it. Right. It's going to be worth it. Oh, if you're medical made. billing. Okay. Yeah. So do you, do you take x-rays after you do your implants? Sure. Do you get paid for those? No. Why not? I should. Could you? Sounds you're like, telling me sounds I can. Sounds like with medical, like you might so what be is, able what, to. If I say I See, <laughs> you said two different things there, okay? You said I can. You said it might be possible. I like your answer better. Okay. okay? That's setting up realistic expectations. Okay? It's possible. Okay, you can submit the claim. How long does it cost? What does it cost? And how long does it take to submit the claim? 30 seconds. Mm. Okay? And it may pay. Mm. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. You were doing it for free anyway. Yeah. And it's not a lot of time for a no. potential return. Right. Exactly. Mm. So to give you examples, uh, and I, again, I can only give you based on state of North Carolina, we Blue Cross Blue Shield and network provider, uh, we get paid roughly 100 Our, our allowable fee is $180 for a new patient exam. Through medical insurance, I like forty dollars through dental insurance. Wow, wow! So you're doing new patient exams. You're medical. billing it through medical. We try our first. Our, our primary there is medical. Secondary is dental. Okay. Okay. And again, subject to the deductibles yeah, and the allowables yeah, and, and all, all that. that stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah but a lot of times uh, when we're in network, uh, uh, the deductibles don't apply to diagnostic or exams. Okay. Okay. okay, only sometimes. procedures. So, sometimes. Every plan, again, like depends you say, how much your employee This is why you paying. go to the course, yeah, well, because definitely. you don't know but even that, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. I just say you find out. It's like, yeah. like if I came to your office, who's your person that does the insurance in your office? Cindy. Cindy. So if I came to Cindy, like, uh, what city are you in? Uh, it's small Give me town, a big employer in your city. Big, John Deere. John Deere. If yeah. I came to Cindy and I said, hey, I'm from John Deere, like, she wouldn't even need my card. She can just tell you exactly sure. what it pays, right? Sure. Okay, so the same thing happens with medical insurance. Like, literally, if you come to our office and you're with the Wake County school education system, like, Melissa can, out, out of the top of her head, yeah. she can say, okay, this is She knows is what your the, percentages and knows. all that. She just yeah. knows. The medical insurance, even. Yeah. So the same thing happens. Okay, but that doesn't happen when you dabble in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when you do a medical claim every once in a while. Yeah. It doesn't happen. You gotta happen. own it. You, you gotta, gotta own it. it. You gotta become a champion. You gotta be a leader in it. Okay, okay. Well, that's where that's where I feel like that's a challenge for us to start to look at that, and I yeah. think for a lot of our listeners because it's something that 
we've talked about a little bit with sleep, yeah. but we, was I was not even aware of the extent that you can get into yeah. the medical. And again, but the shame on you guys for not getting education. Now you're right, man. The shame on you guys going to listen to these old people talk. I know going to too many of these these big meetings <laughs> with these old people. I'm right. be, look, I'm dead dead serious. At the end of the day, what I look for in education is when I want technical education, I'm okay with the older sure. vanguard you know, generation. Okay, mm-hmm. because the, the, a lot of, like Frank Spear. At the end yeah, of the day, he's right, been around yeah. a long time, but the guy's on. Unbelievable. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. John Coyce, a lot of these right, guys. Okay, right, right. but when I want practice advice, I, I'm no offense. I'm not going to spear for that. Mm-hmm, I mean, no, the, mm-hmm. the guy doesn't practice in my the traditional real dentistry. Right, okay? right. It's not real world. Like, it's totally it's different. World. Okay, yeah. so so to me, you got to deal with people that are that are living it and doing it. That yeah. that that don't pretend to have all the answers. You got to deal with people that just are just like you at the end of the day, right? So um, it, it's unbelievable dentistry. I think we're in the best time ever. I think we can do so much. I think we're creating a void that's allowing uh, DSO dentistry to thrive. Uh, not that I think there's anything wrong with that. At the end of the day, I'm a capitalist. If we can, if we as a profession can't fill that void, and we could fill it quite easily. If 5,000 of us a year hired an associate, we could fill that void. Yeah. I agree. You know, I think that's the thing that really scares me about going forward as a, as a profession is that, one, is if we tap into something, some of the things that he's saying as a profession – then you really are helping access to care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because that's true. you're doing you're doing the bread and butter dentistry that most people need. Right, that most people need. And then and then also that per, you as a per, clinician can be happier doing the things you love. Right. You know, as an owner, you know, you're you're more entrepreneurial. Maybe you've got an associate. Yeah. Maybe they want to be. But but I think the challenge is it's with the younger dentists. It's with that Yielding understanding that that, that it's okay. Not every associate has to be a younger dentist. Well, you're right. You're right. Okay. Right. You're right. Right. But, can be in, five, they can be that younger dentist that worked five, six years somewhere else, and now they want right. to settle down. Yeah. But it would have been hard, I think, about for me. It would have been hard for me. Not that I would, didn't want to learn, not that I didn't want to get better, but you have to really think through that mindset and go, you know what? I get what this guy's trying to say to me. He wants me to become My better. This is not the GPR residency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you have to just get and that nor, across. And honestly, quite honestly, no, no practice should be a GPR residency. But that's what a lot of DSOs are. Let's be honest. Sure. They're, that's they're, their it's model. free for all, man. That's their model. I, that's uh, I don't. I can't say yes or no to any of that because yeah. I've never experienced it. Okay? Well, I mean, yeah, and I haven't done it myself. But you know, you talk to people that are in that, and it is that way. So that's what a lot of younger dentists coming out of school are learning: is that you go in and it's a free for all, man. It's all about hit your production number, right? And so how many wages they, can you produce? Right. So they get in and that. What's wrong mindset. with hitting your production number? No, nothing wrong with make, that. You know, but no. if that's all it is, and it's not about getting better, it's just production numbers. Then, who's, whose fault is that? The DSOs or the practitioners? Absolutely, it's the practitioners' fault. Right. But then of the day, the onus is on yourself. True. Okay. True. You so can I, walk away with that from that job. Right. But in medicine, again, they call it the a, golden handcuffs. You know, right. they've, they've handcuffed me. Right. They've right. held me against yeah. my will Just at this place. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. in medicine, though, again, as a mirror to that, they, you know, the the older docs would say. That the younger docs, they just they've been in that insurance mindset for so long. They've just that they've learned a new way, yeah. and it's hard to change that back to the model, the medical model, back before insurance did dominate everything. And I think we're in that same challenge right now. How do you take somebody who's just been told you need to, you're going to see 50 patients a day, you're going to hit a production number, and then you're going to bring them in your practice and say no, it's all about quality, and you're going to do very little in terms of procedure mix, but you're going to do very high quality, it's it's completely it's opposite. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It, it, so I want to, I see your wife's telling us we've got to get done. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. It's time. So I, but I want to bring this full circle, okay? Because I, I want I want to give you a synopsis of what's happened in my practice in the last four years. Okay? So... So what people have to understand is there's a there's an entire story and tale to what I'm doing. 
okay, and what I'm trying to get you to buy into. I'm trying to get you to buy into a lifestyle or, or a philosophy, okay? And that is, at the end of the day, I asked you, I started by how can you take more time off? Okay, so if you didn't have to see some of the patients, if you could produce more doing less, you could produce enough to make the money that you want to make, you would take more time off. Sure. Okay. Then I asked you guys about why don't you take three or four weeks off in a row? Mm -hmm. Like what the hell's going to happen to my practice? Who's going to watch your practice? Okay. So now by, by being able to advance yourself, okay, and not get rid of that underneath you, but give that to somebody else. Now somebody's there to monitor and hold your practice up while you're able to take that month off or three weeks off or whatever it is that you dream about doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then for the other model in this is, is at the end of the day, my goal is not to grow your practice size wise at all. Mm. At all. Mm. Okay. My model is, you know what? Let's maximize what's within your practice already. Okay. Let's take what, what revenue opportunities we're missing in medical billing mm-hmm. with exams and x-rays, things that were given away for free. Let's $20 this to death. Okay. Then I'm trying to say, you know what? What about all those patients that walk through your practice today that have sleep apnea already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's give them an opportunity. Medical billing plays a big role in that. Yep. And I'm saying, what about the patients that are missing teeth? At the end of the day, how many missing teeth are in your practice? Right. You know, if you got 1% case acceptance or 2% case acceptance, you yeah. know, I mean, if, you know, if I, if I did a seminar and the title of it was, let me teach you to have 5% case acceptance. Right. How many people would come to that seminar? Right. I yeah, could right. teach you to have a million dollar practice on 5% case acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, if, so you really, if you really so just true. think about it's, it, okay? it's a lot of no's so, before but, you get to the yes, right, and that's so, okay. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, how many people did you have to ask out before your lovely wife finally said yes? Yeah. Uh, probably a lot. I mean, looking at you, look a lot at of people. Look at this guy. Yeah, a lot look of people at this had, guy. A lot. You'd ask a lot of people <laughs> and then said no, right? So, you know, full circle is, is don't take, when I say stop doing fillings and crowns, it's not about literally stopping to do fillings and crowns in your practice. Yeah. Okay. There's an entire thing that goes with this. Like okay. And, 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 and I hear, like, I heard a speaker yesterday, an unbelievable respect for him. He was showing how he color codes things and how he has all these templates done. And I, I just looked at it and I said, I, 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 I don't want to work that hard that efficiently. Yeah. I, in fact, I want to be lazy. Okay, I want to chit chat with my patients. I want to have fun. Right. I want to. I want to grow my team around me. Yeah. Okay, because Liz makes more today than she ever made. Okay, Liz has a better practice lifestyle than she's ever had. Yeah. I've That's taken camaraderie. You know, that you, know, yeah. you cannot buy. Yeah. You want to do cool stuff. Like, like and I told you my hygienist fun. Megan, I said so. Last thing, and I want to, and then I promise I'll let you go because I'll just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what does your hygienist produce per day? Thousand um, dollars. Yeah, probably about. Fifteen hundred, yeah. Yeah, about a thousand dollars a day. That's what okay. we shoot for. All right, so a thousand dollars a day. Well, we're doing different schedules. So I'm working okay. longer hours. Yeah, that's okay. true. So that's let's true. call it th- average practice. They'd love thousand. to get a thousand dollars. These yeah. gurus tell you your hygienist can do two thousand. I'm like, where mm. in the hell are you doing right. this at? Yeah. Okay, right. good luck. Like, yeah. so, but well, thirty, 30, minute, 30 minute profies on yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Four thousand. Yeah. So uh, I don't believe in assisted hygiene. I don't believe in a commission structure for hygienists. I believe in one hour appointments for hygiene. There you go. Yeah, man. With so so my goal is a thousand dollars for hygiene. Okay, so I went to Megan and I said, Megan, listen, you know, the day's going to come that uh, I want Liz to do something else because I've already got a business model in mind that I want Liz to work, work with me on. Yeah. Uh, this is your hygienist. My, my Liz is my sleep champion. She's okay. sleep okay. champion. My yeah. used to be my implant champion and yeah. T-bone champion. Now she's sleep champion. Okay. okay. And I went to Megan, my hygienist. And, and, you know, hygienists are generally speaking one of the highest paid or higher paid people mm-hmm. in your practice. And I said, Megan, I, wanna, I want you to consider not doing hygiene anymore. Hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and and she looked at me like I was a little bit nuts, but she, you know she trusts me, and you guys are probably looking at me like I'm a little bit nuts. No, I don't think okay. so. Okay, so I said, Megan, what do you produce in a week? 
so a hygienist, your hygienist does $1,000 a day. Mm-hmm. You're open four days a week. Yep. So they do $4,000 a week. Yep. I said, Megan, so here's your opportunity. You can see 32 patients this week, or you can do two sleep appliances. Hmm. Which one do you want to do? Hmm. And then and she said? She said, I'd love to do two patients. I'd love to do it. Yeah. I said, Megan, you want to work three days a week and get paid for four days a week. This is what it would look like. This is the production number I need. Mm. Okay, and you're not going to do it by doing more hygiene because I, I don't want that philosophy in my practice. Right, we're not trying to okay. just cram we're patients We're not trying to in. cram people yeah. in, right? So I said, now you've got to start looking at different procedures that can that you can do and produce that will allow allow our business to have the production from you without you having to be to here so To replace that production. I like okay. it. Yeah. yeah. I like it. All right, fair enough. Yeah, man. I talked too so much. Good. It's been so awesome. Good, yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's yeah, been a good for show. Yeah, man. It was a lot of and, fun. And, uh, you know, we'll get the, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we've been challenged a lot on the show, obviously, uh, and we're going to be talking a lot about this, I'm sure, on future shows as far as what this means for us and for our listeners. Give us some feedback and go check out what, what does uh, this mean what, for us, though? I mean, oh, you just said uh, a disruptive comment because it's, it's your plan of action. Right. Right. What well, is our plan of action? Yeah, yeah we got we to get our mind around that. Right. We're going to have to talk more about this, but I would definitely encourage you guys. You know, obviously, as you've heard from Dr. Agarwal, you know, this is somebody that is worth checking out. We do want, I know he's not here pitching this stuff, but we do want you to go check him out and, and find out how you may be able to benefit in your practice from what he is doing and learn to be a better dentist, maybe to have your practice disrupted like he just disrupted ours. You know, so. And always take it to the next level. That's right. So, for. Yeah, Dr. Agarwal. Dr. Agarwal. It's T Bone. Yeah, T Bone. For T Bone. John and Wes, we are the Dental Guys. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.